0: Hey everyone, welcome to the uh, Nightmares Podcast. Got usual suspects. We got Mark here with his big old smile, creepy smile. We got Brandon, and then Zach.
1: Squirrels. There you go. uh, Which (laughs) he usually ends (laughs) with, rather than starts with. So yeah,
2: usually, yeah. It's it's like he's changing his format. Oh,
0: Oh.
1: kind of like we are.
0: We got uh, a little bit. We got a fun one today. We
1: We got a live one here. Um, uh, so, obviously, Brandon's right. We are changing our format a little bit. Uh, we are going to go to audio only for the time being. Um, uh, we made an executive decision uh, that that's what we want to do so we can pump out more of these wonderful podcasts to you. Um, and then someday in the future, hopefully, we will go back to uh, doing video. So, um, that is that. But, David, what are we talking about today?
0: Today, we're talking about episode 3 of uh, Living
1: Nightmares. That we've oh, been promising for oh, yeah. months. Yeah,
2: I think we first said we were going to record this back when we were at Dark History.
1: Oh, that's, <laughs> that's see a while. what see what had happened was <laughs> yeah. life happened. Yeah, yeah, we got a little yeah. busy. Yeah, Mark
3: decided to start his wrestling yeah. career.
1: I did not start my <laughs> wrestling career.
2: Mark started his wrestling career. David is starting on. Animation for us, so we hope to yeah. we'll have that coming soon. Sure, sure, sure. Zach's Super been working excited. on post for episode three. I've gotten a lot of freelance work. Yeah. One of our crew members got engaged. Um, the, yeah,
3: <laughs> a lot has West. happened. West.
2: Uh, like a lot has happened since we first promised this episode. Yeah, a
0: lot has happened. Is this like the first one since like Dark History, like yep. where our usual like format?
2: Yeah, and we've mostly just been catching up on the all the interviews we've been doing. So this is mm-hmm. our first return to a normal conversational format Forum. in a very long time. Yeah, we haven't had one of these
1: in I don't know how long. Well, I mean, it's been super cool, though. We've yeah. been, we had yeah. so many people that want to you know hop on the podcast, and now we have even more people who yeah. still want to jump on and do interviews with us, so... Along with
3: returning people and everything Correct. like that, which but will yeah. be happening. Which that is going to yes. cool. We, but for the most part, um, just normal, like, podcasts and uh, Skype interviews, those are all just going to be audio-based. Whenever we actually go out on location and inter- interview somebody, those will be video. Yes, but, for a
2: reference, check out our interview with Dennis Preston. We were actually on location at his studio for that interview, and it was amazing. Um, and
1: and everybody who hasn't seen it I have two words for you I actually have four words for you adult supervision monster penises
2: (laughs) yeah that sounds about right (laughs) it was monster's penis singular there was only the one right Delta's, no, were, there, there, were multiple, multiple there were there were multiple penises. Okay. Yes. I only remember the one. <laughs> this is, no, was well you a... tried to block out the other ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was, was a lot deep. of joking
3: about monster penises, and then there was this one creature that was supposed to form from it, which also looked kinda of slithery, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Cool creatures, cool designs, cool animatronics, cool everything just it go looks... check it out just make sure you
1: are allowed to watch it and, and a lot and don't be at work when you do it and all you get to see is five, well, five guys being i mean if,
2: if you have your headphones and yeah, anybody that looks at the screen are they really gonna know what it is <laughs> they're gonna see <laughs> me
3: pushing a monster dick into david's face at one point but but yeah.
2: they do, they don't know that that's a <laughs> that that silicone is? one like that heavy
0: fucking duty one yeah, yeah that, that, fucking
1: that, that was a heavy <laughs> dick that was a heavy dick <laughs> jesus they, <laughs> like oh, so well,
2: to be serious right now. He's this like mm. this was uh this is the new episode of the nightmares podcast. Thank you all. For <laughs> yeah. Good night. Good night. The uh, well, we've we've had crazier
1: things. I mean, it
3: had such a lasting impression that it's bleeding over into the next episode. So who cares? Well, I mean, yeah, you
1: know, you don't it's remember. Not every you day don't...
3: You get to hold a monster penis in your hand and slap your face on the friend with it, oh. or friend in the face with it. Yeah. Squirrels.
2: I'll try to. Well, at least at least that this week. The uh... that that's our lives now. <laughs> wow, there's a thought. I'm um, ashamed.
0: No shit. I'm not. Shame, the, uh, Shame wizards like hovering the... over me. Oh, that's
2: a good show. Me and
0: Mark just turned into a bunch of twelve year
3: olds. No, it's yeah, it's just a
2: biological is. part of a monster formed from sc- silicone. It took skill to make it, and it was pretty cool.
3: Well, there was also rubber tubing to create the erection.
2: Oh, yeah. That was the other one.
1: That right. was the other one. That, that was the That's other the one I was thinking about. Yeah, that was the only thing you couldn't <laughs> see on
3: screen, <laughs> yeah. because when he was making the erection happen, he had it on the floor while he was pulling it, so it was kind of off screen, but yeah, oh well.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. We should probably go out there again, reshoot it, and just have a whole bunch of outtakes <laughs> of
1: oh, of Jesus. monster penises. The monster penis segment? The monster penis the uh, monster penis
2: this summer. Okay, <laughs> monster's penis. Because monster, oh, monster penis Christ. makes it sound like it's just a huge. Well, I mean, it was. Well, it was.
3: It's a monster <laughs> bo- penis, all
1: right. Bo- both are acceptable in the circumstance. Penis. It is a monster penis. Also, it is a monster's penis. Monster, monster, this <laughs> Sunday, 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 Monday,
3: Sunday.
0: Of <laughs> 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 lots of penises. Lots coming to the recording center. Speaking <laughs>
3: of which, did you know the XFL started today? What? <laughs> Get <laughs> the, what? the fuck out <laughs> of here! Well, yeah, it was. Re- it was trying to yep. restart it. Yeah. Oh, God, XFL fucking, started today. Fucking Vince. why? Because Vince is desperate, I guess. I don't, I
1: don't know. Do, do Vince is bored because it worked so bored. well
2: the first time. <laughs> He's bored.
1: The uh, you know remember you remember to put fucking gas in the generator this time. <laughs> well,
2: the, the, nice. the best thing that the XFL gave us was there is an episode of The Simpsons after it failed, and the episode opens with Homer watching TV, he has his XFL T-shirt, a little he's holding a little flag, says XFL on it. Marge comes in and he's just like, can't talk now, Marge. I'm waiting for the new season of the XFL to begin, and he's so excited, and Marge is just like, Homer, I have something to tell you. Homer's just like, the X stands for extreme, Homer. There's no XFL this year. Huh? Who who told you? Last year's MVP, he sweeps up toenails at the beauty salon. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez.
1: That is fantastic. That's depressing. No, Vince is already a billionaire. Vince is just Well, yeah, no.
3: He's that. never going to run out of money in his life, but I just hear no. the WWE's not doing so well. There's competition popping up well, left well, and right he, now. Well,
1: he already he already sold still sold a it. top Wait, he did? Yeah, he sold That's why he's a billionaire. He sold it to... Yeah. He sold it... I think he well sold the hell it he sold it to, to Disney? What? Yep.
3: For the love of Christ. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yep. Really?
1: I'm almost positive he did.
0: Fucking Disney owns the WWE. No wonder why it sucks. No, he doesn't own the WWE. He sold the uh, XFL... He sold the hey, XFL, too? Yeah, he didn't sell the WWE. He still owns that, Are you shit. sure? Yeah.
3: Look, I, I don't know. Either way, I haven't watched wrestling in years. He'll never get rid of that I've so. been trying to get back into it recently, but it's a pain in the ass, dude, a limited time. Yeah. 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 Really
0: bother.
2: All right, so, uh, Living Nightmares, Episode 3, The Smiling Man. Oh, oh yeah, I mean, that was a thing. Uh, going through the making of it. Uh, should we start with uh, pre-production or... Just get right to the filming of it. How do we, mean, we want to do this? To the, the I mean, right to the yeah, filming of it. I mean, right to the filming of it. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I mean, uh, Maybe a little bit of the pre production because, sure. like, how we shot casting? the Smiling Man part. Yeah, let's talk a little bit the ca- about the casting. Um, could, could
0: we talk about the one guy who randomly showed up to, like, auditions? Well, you know what? Let's talk about uh, the auditions
1: uh, just because we had a hell of a turnout. Yeah, because um, I mean, Zach, you were talking about it a little bit today about how great the turnout was versus episode mm-hmm. one. Then episode two, then episode yeah, three. Yeah, so
3: for the audition process for Living Nightmares, we've always posted on backstage. And for episode one, we had about maybe five had, or six people submit. We
2: had five submit, three actually show up. Yeah.
3: Didn't help that we were hosting auditions in our apartment, but we didn't know where else to we go at the had time.
2: nothing at the time. <laughs> so
3: that's yeah, that's So I understand that that was a little awkward. But yeah. for episode two, we found the annoyance, hosted our auditions there. We had about 20 people submit, maybe about 10, 15 people showed up. So it was a good turnout. Yeah. Post the casting notice for episode three, and we get 100 plus people. All right, submitted. Yeah, 100 plus people submitted. I and think around
2: 30 to 40 actually showed up.
3: Give or take. And that was just a holy shit moment, because I didn't never expected to get that type of turnout this early on. Maybe a few more episodes down the line. But for this, just wow. Yeah. 100 plus people. Within the first 24 hours, too. It wasn't like it was over the... fast. Yeah, it like, was fast. I think after four days, I had to start like taking down notices, like you can only submit for this role because it was like there's just too many people submitting and we can't fit all these people into these We can only afford so much
2: time at the theater. Yeah. So
3: it was like, wow, this is something I never expected. It
2: it was great. Humbling.
3: But at the same time, it's like, whoa.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: And it was an interesting one to cast for too, because with our first two episodes, the main characters, like it's in the stories that they were male. Um, So that kind of restricted our selection of actors. All the roles roles. were defined. Yes. Whereas this was the first story where there's nothing in the story that really indicates if it's male or female. So we opened it up to both. And we actually had a lot of good submissions for both male actors and female actors. But since we were also casting (coughs) for roommates, um, it actually came down to us talking about who do we think would make a good roommate pair? And I remember mm-hmm. for our main character, it came down to like three different actresses and the deciding factor was who can be paired with who as a, ro- as a roommate. And um, yeah, I think any combination that we came up with would have been good, but, or I think any actress that we picked for the lead would have been go- good, but I don't think we would have necessarily had the same chemistry in the roommates mm-hmm. for that for, for that first scene. Agreed. Absolutely.
1: I mean and that's something I remember from theater is is super important. It's not just about who you cast for the lead. It's it's who you cast for the supporting character and how they play off of each other and everything else. Sometimes that's a huge determination of whether or not you get cast. Do you, you know, it doesn't matter how good you are, you know, is is there somebody that's that can bounce off of you just as easy. So a lot of that has to do with casting. It always has and always will yeah, be. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was a really fun, like trying to
0: cast it because I think Zach made like a kind of cut together with some of them to kind of see how they played out. Yeah. Which was yeah. like, that helped a lot. It's like, okay, I really like her performance and I think it should be, should do well with if we pair with her, with her performance. So that's basically started our like, all right, let's see who we want to pair up together and, and choose from there. And I think, um, Zach wasn't really too sure with the pair that me and um, Mark and Brandon wanted, and that he, he was kind of high on one of the actresses. I don't know I forget what, um, her name, but I know you were high and wanted to really think about that particular pair.
3: I thought it would have made the story a little bit more unique and different, um, but they wanted to go another direction, and either one of the pairs would have worked. Yeah, I just thought it would have been a little bit better to go with
1: the direction
3: that I chose, but in the end, it was like, eh.
1: The uh, I think I think we had a lot of really good talent in the room. Mm. And there it was. was very, it yeah. was very very hard to distinguish for the vast majority of it, it. We had really good people that showed up. Yeah. yeah, very very talented people. It really just came down to that are makes- you good for the part?
2: Yeah. Um, and then I think we knew right away, even when just the headshot was submitted, I think we knew who our smiling man was going to be. Oh, and that absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like we, we, were, we were just praying yeah. that he would show up to the auditions and he did He was like one of the first people there and he nailed it and it's like the story for the smiling man specifically says the smiling man is waltzing and when he said that he had a background in dance and i think one of those dancing backgrounds was waltzed, waltz by it, way. Was, it was it, it was like this is perfect like what were the odds that we found him
3: like i remember when he sent a submission in on backstage i just took one look at the guy and i'm just yeah i took one look at the guy and i'm like please i hope to god this guy comes in we scheduled him he was really early on he came in he knocked the role out of the park Mm -hmm. and it was one of those things where it's i i just almost knew immediately where it's like yeah he essentially has the role there was one other guy who came in that also did really well but I mean, just the height, the height and the smile that Bob had was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it all worked. It yeah, all worked the other guy, well. he, he like he could he could do the waltz. He had a pretty good smile too. I'm not gonna lie, but he didn't have the height. Yeah. So.
1: He also didn't have the slender build as well. Like, yeah. he was oh, much, he was more built. Yeah. Much that too. And, and Bob's much much thinner, much thinner. Yeah, much yeah like slender. the
3: way the character was described: tall, lanky. Uh, something that was like out of like mm. the nineteen twenties or forties, something like that. So it's
0: just like, yeah,
3: he
1: had it. Oh, he, he yeah. rocked it. That was he was very very happy with the cast.
0: Um, I, the uh, yeah, we got lucky with with Bob coming in. We didn't did we have uh, a lot of submissions for the monument? Man? I was. was only a few that mean, showed up. Submissions. Wait.
3: There was at least five. five I, I want to say, and total people who showed up
1: was four. If you want to include mm, the guy who walked in at the yeah. end. Yeah. Which is uh, a <laughs>
4: let's not
1: uh, let's <laughs> not let's not include him. I think we got very lucky with the cast. Uh, uh, we actually caught Laika right before she was going to leave for a cru- for a oh, cruise boat. Yeah, mode. yeah. Mm, nice. and, um, Brandon had a fair share of stories um, uh, this year. The uh, but it was we were fortunate to grab her as well. Um, she was but, phenomenal. She was great. Um, yeah. uh, the obviously our lead actress uh, was the bomb. Yeah, Sarah um, was yeah. fantastic. The uh, it was it was a it was a treat. To, to watch them watch them perform yeah but the uh, when we got lucky a couple times on, on set there's one moment I'll talk about it more in production that I, I I think the the bullshit that we had to deal with got paid back in in one shot in particular um uh, the uh, and I'll and I'll talk about it more when we get to the uh, uh, production side of things but it was pretty fucking awesome to watch mm-hmm. The, uh, Brandon's, Brandon will go, aha. I'm trying
2: to, I'm trying to figure out what you're talking about. The, uh,
1: Brandon will go, aha, as soon as I tell him what it is. All um, right. uh, but I thought pre-pro was great. The yep. audition process was great. Um, we actually
2: you? had a production designer for the opening scene. Yes. That- our first time having a production designer mm-hmm. on one of our shorts, which yeah. was awesome. That was we, fun. We shot this in mine and Zach's apartment, which I despise using your own apartment. Cause it's like, you, you, you can always <laughs> just tell. Yeah. when you're watching a short. You, you, you can always just tell. Yeah. And there are a couple things still in the short where it's like, okay, it does kind of give it away. But the fact that we were able to get like a fake brick wall made and everything and a production designer actually put out some items to make it look like...
3: Girls live here. Yeah.
2: And not two filmmakers in their mid twenties who two dude at filmmakers yeah, yeah who just love horror yeah. and one one of which is barely home anymore <laughs> so yeah um, <laughs> so yeah it's I think she did a fantastic job at making this look like two girls lived here and the brick wall looked really good well the, funny,
1: well, the funny thing is we started asking that additional question um, I don't I can't remember if it was me or Zach um uh you know brandon always asks hey if you're not considered for this role would you be willing to accept another role but the other question was you know do you have any other talents besides you know uh, um besides acting and then that's how we found our yeah. production well role. she also put that uh, she was a production
3: designer in her submission for yeah. Yeah. oh she did okay yeah, well originally yeah,
1: just like she had production design skills
3: and she <laughs> really good production design skills she did a fantastic job making our living room look
0: the burke walls made out of styrofoam
3: yeah
1: the, the uh she's too tough the uh for the budget that
0: we had for the wall i think it turned out pretty well yeah. i, think, oh, it was, oh, I yeah. think it was only 80 dollars. yeah that's that's not bad at
3: all yeah, yeah. No. like it was very cost efficient like yeah. she did a really good job on it so
1: yeah you're a bunch of cool knickknacks mm-hmm. and stuff that she added yep. to it which i really and liked.
2: I, I liked that she had like the smiley face mug in there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun yeah Cause you know, smiling man. Yeah, I, I got um, it, about it. Yeah, I, yeah I, I'll
3: I'll make sure to put a link in the description so you can go check out her like her website and everything like that. So if you ever, she's a local to Chicago. So, and rock. she's worth every penny.
1: Yep, that that indeed that indeed.
0: Before we wrap up the uh, pre protection you guys want to talk about the random guy who shut up to our audition? Uh, no, do, no, 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 you want to tell that story? Because you tell <laughs> it. just because it, well, obviously we were holding auditions and um, we had the signs out of the uh, the theater. Um, for, for, for them coming in so to, to know where uh, we're at. And this random guy shows up to the audition, wasn't invited, wasn't scheduled on it. He just came in on a whim. Yeah, he came on on a whim and basically wouldn't leave. Sort of like um, assistants that were helping us with the audition process are like, Hey man, this guy just came in
2: and he kind of wanted to audition, but he's not on the schedule and, he and we kind of were already leave. packed in the schedule as yeah. it was. So we weren't really necessarily in a we, It was we, one we, of those
3: we, things where if no like if the last appointment didn't make their audition, yeah. then fine. like if, if
2: this was like episode two where the appointments were spaced out, mm-hmm. we could have taken walk ins, but this one we were just so packed that it was i'm actually surprised we were able to fit him in and still leave think, on time i think we oh, like i said lucky. the
3: last like person or two didn't come in for their audition yeah. so we were able to do
0: it so i'm just like all right fuck it let's humor him yeah
3: so yes yeah. we,
0: yeah, so we invited him in and
3: Which I, I
1: I, of? I, we
0: We invited him in just so that like all right we could just appease him and yep. you know just I mean, move we, gave on. Him,
2: we gave him a serious and audition we yeah. did but what what the i like pr- what i like about the story is since he didn't know what the audition was for because like the smiling man it's he's waltzing and then he's doing like the, the tom <sighs> and jerry walk. Mm-hmm. walk so it's like those are the movements in the story so those are the movements that we had the actors do um so we asked him to do those movements and he's just looking at us like what are you guys making me do? Like, <laughs> Mind you, this guy's like in his
3: 40s and everything, so I already know he's probably not going to get any of the roles because nobody is that old in this story or comes off as that old. Yeah. So it's just like, all right, can you even do these moves? And he kind of did them. He, he
0: did. It was like more like a Tom and Jerry kind of... Well, That is what we were looking for, but it was just kind of weird yeah uh, it, was, it was more awkward than anything the, else yeah it was awkward yeah it yeah, wasn't yeah. the weird that we were looking for yeah but and then
3: it, he said he was going to some hollywood party or something afterwards like or something that. like that i think yeah. i figured yeah. out it the end
1: of, it. I'm, I'm almost positive like at the end when we were shaking hands i was like this dude's drunk the, <laughs> you know uh, I, wouldn't,
3: I wouldn't be surprised the uh, and it was early in the freaking morning so i don't know why the hell he's drinking that early but yeah was, it wouldn't surprise
1: me it wasn't that early it was like one o'clock in the afternoon the, um, yeah, pretty it was pretty freaking early.
2: That was later. People, that. Be, you know, people, yeah, people get drunk that early. Yeah. He, was, was he was like, one of the last ones, and we had the space booked till like five, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, 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 that's
1: true. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. Oh, here. he wasn't
3: wasting time. No, not no, at all. Not at no. all. The, he,
1: uh, he gave like I think
0: one of the things we had him do was like look in the camera and give give us like a weird like creepy look. Yeah, Did the he look, look that he literally looked. <laughs> <was, like, laughs> dude, he, the way oh, he walked
1: and looked, he literally. It's like if you told a kid, like, act like a velociraptor from Jurassic Park. And then, like, look <laughs> around like that. And he did exactly that. And I... Uh, was, I, thanks. Was, I will say it was entertaining, to say it the was, least. It, it was and that, entertaining. And then he wanted to talk to us, so like, for 20 minutes afterwards. And I'm like, like, you need to leave. <laughs> Was, like, I, I
2: just think it's funny that we gave him a serious... Like, we gave him the serious edition yeah. that we gave all the other applicants yeah, for Man, he but just, because he didn't just, know that that's what it was for. Yeah. I I think he thought we were putting him on. Oh, absolutely. Probably. There's no way
3: he didn't think that.
1: Yeah, no, I mean...
0: But, like... He did give it, like, a creepy look, but it wasn't for this type of... It wasn't of, the uh, type of I creepy felt. we were looking yeah, for. Yeah, it was... It was yeah. like a horny leprechaun. <laughs> a horny leprechaun! <laughs> Dude, it, it, I you were there. You know what? You were I there.
1: Can't, I can't really see that, but, but if you, you were can, there. Good for, <laughs> you. for you. <laughs> you, you've
0: watched, you watched the Leprechaun films,
2: and
3: speaking of which, to make making another one, apparently. I regret that I have. Really? The, uh, yeah, I, I yes. saw an article about it on Bloody Disgust the yes. other day. There's a new so Leprechaun coming out. Once we're out. done yeah. recording
2: this, we're watching Leprechaun 4 in space, right? right? Uh, no, no. We're le-
3: watching Leprechaun in the Hood.
2: Leprechaun back to the hood. No. <laughs>
3: you know, I just want to see Leprechaun the Adventure
1: Home. Moving on, <laughs> uh, <laughs> silence. So we
2: had some fun in production. Um, I've one more thing for pre-production. Oh, okay, um, buddy. Just like the amount of camera tests that we did. Oh yeah. Uh, because we did camera tests. Yeah, and, and we, we actually
3: did rehearsals, which was nice. We were able to
2: do rehearsals. It was like two nights of rehearsals yeah. and an additional night of testing with just Zach and myself, and we shot it at in an underpass just down the block from where we live. And the color temperature of the lights in this underpass were so yellow-orange that none of my lights or gels matched. Like, And because we're outside, we don't have any power, so we had to use the battery-powered LEDs that I have which are daylight balance, but of course I have the tungsten filters. And it got to the point where we had like quadruple tungsten on these lights and we were heading in the right direction, but we were still nowhere near matching it. Um, Which was interesting. And the more tungsten filter you put on it, the less light is going to come through because, you know, you're putting filters on it. it. So if we were to get to the point where we do match, it's, is the light even gonna be able to do anything at that point? Probably not. Um, so we had to decide, okay, how can we film this without using our lights? Luckily, I have this color chart that can be used to um, correct the colors. So really for every shot, and even the custom white balance in my camera, it was like, it was the color of the lights in the underpass were too extreme for the camera, so we couldn't even get white balance in the camera. So we had to rely on that color checker, and we tested that out for a few shots, and we all thought it looked fantastic, actually. So every shot, shot in the underpass, we had the color checker before we slated, and I was so nervous because I have used the color checker before, and, of course, we did do those tests as well, but I've never had, like, a whole, (laughs) like, this was the sequence that was dependent on the story working. Yep. Yep. And if one thing was off, it would look terrible. Yeah. Um, But yeah, luckily, uh, we just trusted that it would work. And yeah, so really everything... If you watch the episode, everything from the park scene onward... Uh, we had none of our additional lights. Everything shot from that the point forward. The only
3: exterior shot that had any extra lighting added to it was the shot where she walks out of the apartment. That was it. No,
2: like all the other walking shots before the park had at least one light on something. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember using any lights for that, but okay. You guys you guys planned that shoot
1: so damn well. Oh, yeah. That's the reason why we were able to get out and at the times we were able to Yeah. all those nights. I mean... It was the one night that we went all the way through, and the other two nights we were done by five or whatever it was. It
2: was like we were done by one. The first night, we actually got an hour and a half delay on the first night, which we'll cover in a bit. Um, But we still only wrapped 25 minutes after the scheduled wrap time, which was we were scheduled to finish at five, so we actually finished at 5:25, which for being put back an hour and a half I think is pretty impressive yeah you guys Um, again
1: planned it so well you were so on point so it was it's not shocking
2: and then the second night we were done right before midnight and then the third night I think we were done by like 10 or 11 I know we were done by midnight were we? yeah Yeah. because that was was Sunday so we wanted to make because that was the day that that originally it was going to be a 9 o'clock call time like the other two nights but because we had the fake brick wall blocking our windows we realized since we can't see the windows in any of the shots we can actually start like two hours earlier so we started at seven so i know we were done at like 10 or 11. yeah it was very
1: easy very easy very very easy day um i would say this
3: is probably the smoothest shoot considering which is very surprising even with the problems we had this was probably the smoothest shoot i've ever done
1: yeah and the funny thing is we only had that we had two problems and the, the whole thing, that, yeah, and then yeah. and then the, the crazy lady that wanted to borrow one of our phones at like three in the morning. But that was it. Oh yeah, I
3: forgot about that. Yes. Oh, yeah. so, it was so meaty. It, it was just like, just go away.
1: We had so Leave many. Alone. We had so many better stories from that. From that, like positive stories from that. Yeah. You know the cop and you know I, I think we mentioned this in other podcasts, but it's still fucking hilarious. The cop that that showed up um, in between the bridge. And then just hung out for like
3: yeah. 10, 15 minutes. This is, this is, this it was is, more like
1: five minutes, but it was also just like
3: we need to shoot. We need to shoot. Uh, need but to shoot. I, I find
2: it funny that both this and episode two, we had a cop who was probably just bored late at night, saw us filming and just wanted to know what we were doing and thought it yeah. was cool.
1: But I mean I mean this one though was so much more up close because I mean you have the sidewalk on the left side, you have the, the little medium that holds up the bridge where you can kind of hang out in the middle, and then you have the other sidewalk on the other side. And, and I think it was you or Zach hanging out in the medium. It was me,
3: Brandon, um, essentially the grip crew, it, Jill, and the, the uh, lead actress.
1: And, uh, you guys literally hanging out in the medium and everything else, <laughs> while these fucking cops just pull up and you guys are bullshitting, talking. Well, this is the most bizarre thing ever. These cops are stopping traffic just to, to, to fucking bullshit with us about about what's going on. Well, up. there
2: wasn't that much traffic. There really so there no, was. Yeah. There was no traffic. Correct. I, I there will was still a lot say
3: traffic. no. Uh, well, not behind them, at least, because okay. if there was, then eh, well, tough shit. But uh, I still say this: if we didn't have those permits, that would have been the time where it's just like, can we see the permits? <laughs>
2: <laughs> always have permits I yeah so no I, I know it's
3: like that's the reason why i will not do it because i know some dumb shit like that's gonna happen it's like all right everybody time to go home we may finish this later yeah, god only
0: knows it happened two episodes in a row so <laughs>
1: it's, yeah i ain't it's ch- i'm not I, I mean, either of them
2: have asked for the permits thankfully, Ooh, but um, i have if we've one had story
1: them. i forgot about from pre-production okay the situation that happened with the chicago film office and our local theater Oh yeah. Well, I was in. Yeah. It, I, so I was in Dallas, not having a wrestling career. Uh uh-huh. um, I was actually nice. training. Do you
2: even have a career, Mark? Uh, oh.
1: uh, yeah. This. Um, unfortunately. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the. Oh, Brendan said no. My um, uh, the. So I was down in Dallas, and I we'd already uh, submitted the uh, approval for the permit and everything else. All of a sudden, I get a phone call from her saying, I, I'm i not going to approve this because we just got a call from a local theater um, that, that says, uh, I have issue with people filming in this general area. And he's like, maybe, like, I would highly encourage you, Mark, to call her up and try to maybe smooth some things over. And if she says it's cool, then I'll go ahead and I'll approve it. And I'm like, oh, like i thought that it was gonna be that it was not that actually no it was she, she actually ended up being tremendously sweet it turns out that she that about two years ago she had some kids that just showed up and started filming on her property
2: yeah well actually uh zach and i actually the day of filming a couple hours you. before call time zach and i walked over there to talk to her so we can actually have a face to face meeting yeah. with her. She was very nice. Like yeah, she showed yeah. us, she gave us like a whole tour of the theater. And it's it was a nice really theater. Cool. It's a very but nice yeah, theater. Yeah, basically, I mean it was basically the story you told. But it was like it was like a student project, and they just showed yeah, like up. you said, just showed up on her property. Were really loud, and really rude. disrespectful, and, yeah. um, and it really just shows like the difference between people that don't know what they're doing and people who do want to do things right. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean it was a huge difference, and I, and I told her on I told her that on the phone. I'm like, listen. Like that's, that's not that, this is not that. Like you know, yeah. we're all professionals. We're adults. Like we're way out of school at this point. It's this a whole different thing. And then all of a sudden, she actually started pitching me about how we should film in her theater. <laughs> um, Which, I mean, I wouldn't mind doing. I wouldn't something. mind it was doing nice I a mean, theater. It was a good theater. For yeah. That. Like, yeah, we, we just got to come up with the right story. Yeah, to if shoot, we ever yeah. have a
2: story for it, I will, I would not be against reaching out to her first yeah. thing. The um, I'm or on
1: it. or at any point if we decide that an interview is you know if an interviewee wants to meet up here. You know, we can always, you know, make it look more professional go across the street. Actually, and go that's it. not that's a bad idea. That's not a all.
3: bad idea. I, I, I never even thought of that. Yeah. Just yeah. got to ask how much the time slots are and bam. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Good job, Mark.
1: Mark's thinking. <laughs> the, uh, thinking post what Zach out. does. The, uh, oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and go play with your meatball collection.
1: <laughs> I will as soon as you play with your German sausage. Anyway. Oh, um... Well. The, this so one sick. tastes good. <laughs> yes, mine do. Anyway. Um, That's my, gay, Mark. My, <laughs> the, uh, well, at least mine's is spicy and yours is bland. Anyway. Um, the um, Do you just want to get Brandon's slapped? Is, I don't even know what we're talking about I don't even anymore. know anymore.
0: Friends, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, I'm done talking about penises. We've already talked about penises. That's it. Yeah, Welcome I'm, to the I'm Nightmare's
2: I'm Penis Cast. We, we, <laughs> we, 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 we had it in the schedule... First four minutes only.
1: You guys are breaking my rules. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you said dick. <laughs> uh, Zach me say. Zach, stopping Recoculous. <laughs> Ricoculus. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. Uh.
3: <laughs>
1: and scene.
3: It's over. It's done. That's what she said. Dick is. Dick is it? Dick it? Is it? Is it? How many times can we say penis in this podcast?
2: (laughs) Zach, when you edit this, it's your job to count. The uh, one penis, two Two penis, penis, three penis. (laughs) penis. Just Ah, put ah, 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 the ah, penis counter in the bottom left corner
3: of the screen. Just (laughs) beep.
1: One dick, Uh, two dick, three dick, four dick, And every time that dick. as the number increases
3: we're just going to put a picture of Wes getting bigger and bigger and bigger on the other side of this why <laughs> because why not
1: Dude, you, I, know you know guys he does not deserve <laughs> you to did you guys let's move on did you guys can't see this But brandon is just more and more questioning his life choices right now like what the fuck am i doing here <laughs> <laughs> And these are the best friends I have.
2: Ah, this is the best I could do. <laughs> I could do. Sorry, buddy. Gonna not, he's going to be Son of a This bitch. is not the best I do. I'm
1: sorry. Do. I didn't mean to make you feel crotchety.
0: <laughs> Brandon knows this is the best he can do. He was on a cruise ship. He knows. The, uh, We're not those kind of people.
1: I mean, he's certainly growing in the experience. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Brandon's so close. Like, you know what? Fuck this. All right. <laughs>
0: all right, this podcast is done.
1: I am out. <laughs>
2: uh, so moving on to principal photography.
0: <laughs> sure. This is
1: ridiculous. Hey, David, it's, it's it ridiculous. Right. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right, no, I'm no, done. No. Penis. <laughs> Damn, actually... You done started it all over again. He's <laughs> always
0: try to get the last word in. The... Oh, he
1: always so, does. It... He always does. Goddamn right, right I do. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, production. It was fun. The yeah. uh, Let's talk about it.
3: Production.
2: Uh, so yeah. We had three nights. Uh, no first doesn't... night was going to no. be the entirety of the Smiling Man sequence. Which it was. Uh, second night was going to be everything else that is outside and the third night was gonna be everything in the apartment. Yes. Um, We did three nights of testing, and we always went out there around the time that we were gonna be going out there for the actual shoot. And during that time at night, it's dead. Like, maybe a a car here or there, Mm -hmm. or somebody occasionally walking by, but for the most part, pretty dead.
3: Looking out there right now, it's Dead. dead. dead.
2: Yeah. It's dead, and it's not coming back. Well, it's winter. Um, it is winter. <laughs> gonna <right> <laughs> it's gonna um, be dead. So then the night of filming, it's the crew got here, the cast got here, we set the camera, we set up for sound, we did a little uh, rehearsal with the actors, we rehearsed the shot, we were ready to go. Zach Coles, sound ready, ready, camera ready, ready, roll sound, speed, roll camera, speed, action. Everyone
3: uh, and their mother decides to come out for a walk, a drive, a stroll, a bike, I don't know. Yeah, it was
2: like, as soon as he said action, like, everything was dead before that, but as soon as he said action, it was like everybody just came out of the woodwork.
3: It's just like, where the hell did y'all come from?
2: Well, I
0: think when we were doing our tests, we weren't doing it, like, weekends. Like, it was, like, in the middle of the week, like, Wednesday. So I could see why it was dead, and then like when we started shooting, it was like the first day was Friday. Yeah, it was Friday of- night. It's you know it's warm no out. Is
3: ever out doing anything here on a Friday night? It's a, it's a busy neighborhood. It's not a busy neighborhood. <laughs> it is. It is. So maybe of- your
1: section is. There's a lot wow. of bars like right there. Li- literally right yeah, there. there. Not over where we were. I guess there's a lot of walking around, and then also I think that theater that we talked about was actually letting out as well. Maybe. So that's part of the problem as well. No, I don't think they were doing no, anything
2: the, that day. No, the, the, the people that were interrupting our shots weren't coming from that direction. Yeah. No, okay. I think they were coming from the train station like right there. Uh, so that was, like, that, was, like, that right would be door.
3: more or less what I yeah. would... Yeah, 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 But I know the theater wasn't showing anything that night, so... And then,
1: Zach, hey, what happened next?
3: Oh, yeah, somebody died right down the
2: street. <laughs> so we had an ambulance and a and fire, a fire truck. truck. And then later on, a the third vehicle. I forget if it was another ambulance or another fire truck, but I know a third one came later. I don't know, but um, yeah, we had which, them to deal with. And other they... than one shot, they weren't in the shots. It was the lights. It was the lights. It was the flashing lights that would keep hitting the actress or something in the shot. And we had to make it look like it was just a deserted sidewalk that night. So we decided to move scene three up to that night, so we can at least film something, which was her exiting the apartment. But the lights still reached our apart up the front of our apartments. So we had to go down and film scene seven, which was fine.
3: Scene yeah. seven went well, and like cool. At least we got that. By the time we got back, it was all clear. And then about thirty minutes later, I don't know if it was a, a water treatment car or something like that. Someone was watering oh, the plants yeah, on the yeah. side of the train that, track. That was
2: over in like ten minutes. Still though, long.
3: it's just like, oh, oh my awesome. god, why?
2: Filming scene <laughs> seven was kind of interesting and fun because we didn't have the full crew down there it was you myself marcus and jill yeah and the and, actress. and the actress and it's really just a shot of the actress walking and we had jill at the shoulder rig and the camera and it was marcus on slate and I think it was, it was that was a busier part of the sidewalk. like just because of where we are, it's just a naturally, yeah, it's, the, there's place. always
3: cars going down. It doesn't matter what time of the night. And yeah, so, so it's like after
2: something. after Marcus slated, I think it was you follow, it was me like holding on to Jill as she walked backwards, and as I walked backwards, Marcus was holding on to me, and I think you were kind of just following us on the side to keeping an eye on the no. screen. I so, think that's how it was. No, so
3: what happened was you weren't right behind her because balancing or whatever, uh-huh. and walking backwards, so I was behind her just making sure that she didn't fall backwards or anything. That way Right, I right, also...
2: right. I was behind her for the for the uh, the underpass. Yeah, one.
3: but I could right. at least, this way I can also see how well the shot was going, and if it was like too jittery or anything like that, and everything was shot, you yeah. know, to the point where I could either stabilize it or just work with the footage and i forgot i either used the second or third take but yeah that's all we needed three takes and we got it we were done with that
2: yeah but i know it was like (laughs) one of us behind her and then another of us behind that person (laughs) just because of we didn't if anything
3: it was probably marcus behind me yeah yeah Either way, that that scene went very well and easy. So. Yeah,
2: which we had no wireless follow focus for that. And there are a couple moments where she dips in and out of focus. But for the most part, I think the distance was pulled off pretty well. It was.
1: We had, um, and actually, it was kind of nice having people on the street um, uh, just because we had p- uh, quite a few people that were asking about what we were up to and what we were doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, which was pretty cool. Um, and we were able to, to, to go over and talk to a few people and have, you know, a few people, uh, you know engage and we did get a decent you know viewer count after that as well just people just walking around on the street yeah,
3: it's both cool and annoying because on one hand it's just like oh cool people are interested and want to see the content on the other hand I need to shoot this and I'm running low on time we need to move come on <laughs> no, I know
1: I know I know. Uh, and then he likes to hear himself talk so he'll
3: talk with these people for hours and it's yeah. like oh dear god Mark come on I I thought it, was It's thought at it's
1: some point it's quicker than you think The it is the, um, uh, <laughs> it
3: doesn't feel like it I
1: know because you're thinking about different things Um, I, the the moment I was going to talk to you about that you weren't that, uh, that you were wondering what was going mm-hmm. on was the shot where she's looking at the um, uh, at smiling man uh, when he creeps out of there, mm-hmm. and right at that moment, when he's behind the pillar, when he's behind the pillar, and right at that exact moment, the fucking wind blew. Oh yeah, that was so fucking nice. Oh, I was—I think I screamed. I think a- I screamed from across the across the street, like Zach. He's like,
3: you're seeing this shit, right? That was one of those moments where I'm like, if somebody were to fuck that up, I would have been
2: pissed. <laughs> the,
3: I and think that say made it in, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. The um, that, like, I knew for, I knew as soon as that shot was over, I'm like, all right, that that one's getting in there.
2: Yeah. You the, didn't, you didn't have a Benjamin Button moment happen, thankfully. Do you, do you know this story? No, no, I don't. Okay, so have you all seen Curious Case of Benjamin Button? Nope. nope. Not, not in a nope. long time, bro. None of you? No, you I, but I, you've I, seen I, it. I saw it so Okay, long so, long so there's one shot. It was like all over the ad. So if you haven't seen the movie, you've probably seen this shot, but it's of old Kate Blanchett walking with toddler Benjamin Button. Um, do you guys know the shot? It's a pretty famous shot. I'm going to see if I can find it real quick. I think quick. I know the shot. Um...
3: These little Velcro strips, there, I are very am
2: fun. am not finding <laughs> it, really but amused. basically yeah. the, the camera's behind the two of them. It's towards the end of the movie, and it, it's basically, so Cate Blanchett's holding on to the hand of the toddler, and the toddler, and then they stop. The toddler looks up at her and asks her for a kiss. She bends down and kisses him, and that was not in the script at all, but it just looked perfect for the shot. And the camera operator is just so excited that he actually caught this like he let go of the trial to give a thumbs up to the director and then the camera (laughs) starts to pull forward (laughs) but luckily they got it but luckily they got it before he let go so the shot is still in the movie but
1: yeah that would have been,
2: that would have sucked. Oh, I would have been infuriated. It's yeah, just like, what are you doing? Which is kind of the opposite of what happened at the end of Bug. Uh, David and I and his wife saw a screening of William Friedkin's Bug at Music Box. Michael Shannon and Tracy Letts were in it, which was pretty cool. But they told the story of the final shot when the hotel room is like on fire, and they actually set the set on fire. Mm. And basically it was so hot that I, like actually the DP's eyebrows got singed yeah. off and was, everybody yeah. had to like evacuate the set like as soon as the flames went up and they left the camera behind. <laughs> and so the final shot is of the camera just like tilting up looking at the burning ceiling. Well, the reason the camera tilted up was because nobody was behind the camera <laughs> to keep it balanced, because they were running for their lives.
0: Yeah, they overdid it. I'm surprised it's they on managed
3: the to save the footage. What year was this movie?
2: 06, I think. I think yeah. it was shot in 05, released in 06. Yeah. Shit,
3: all right. That's yeah. So this was the
2: shot in film days. Yeah, I
3: was going to say, how the hell did the footage survive? Right. That's amazing. That is, that is amazing. Yeah.
0: Well, like, of everything he in that said story. That. He said, I think that. he was surprised that the footage did
3: yeah.
2: Which is, it's it's not a movie I particularly care for. Like it's got its merits, yeah. but it's like if Michael Shannon and Tracy Letts weren't there, I probably wouldn't have seen it. I did appreciate it more this time than the first time, but like I, I, I like how during that one sex scene between Ashley Judd and I think it was Michael Shannon's character... Mm-hmm. And it just like cuts like this close up of a bug, and it's like shot all weird. Mm. After that scene, you just hear somebody in the audience towards the front of the theater just go, What? And everybody, <laughs> yeah. everybody in the theater just started laughing because you know they were thinking the same thing.
0: What was like the marketing idea for that? Didn't they, like when they were doing the trailer, kind of advertise mm. it more as like a horror? Yeah,
2: because it was released by Lionsgate which they were having, like, success with the Saw movies, so mm-hmm. they tried to market it more as a straight-up horror movie than it really was. Makes sense. Yeah. It does. Have you ever um, want,
0: um, seen the stage I have um, not. version of it? I'm kind of curious after watching yeah. the, the film.
2: Um, But, yeah, I think the, I think Bug is just okay at best, but there's another William Friedkin movie based on a Tracy Let's Play that I think is much better as a movie, mm-hmm. and that's Killer Joe, which is actually... Also, the movie that changed my mind about Matthew McConaughey as an actor, like everybody talks about, it's True Detective and Dallas Buyers Club is what turning around. No, Killer Joe is a couple years before that. That's the one that changed my mind about him. Um, yeah, he's really good in that one. Um, but yeah, more stories from production of Episode Three of Living Nightmares. Yeah, I mean,
1: hey, that was one of my biggest, the biggest things. I couldn't believe that that shit was going on from across the street. Uh, that we got that lucky yeah. that the wind yeah. hit hit her just at that moment because that stuff you can't plan that no not like that. No. I mean, even if, if even
2: if you have a wind machine it will look, it'll look too mechanical correct
1: this was very natural, yeah. um, very natural. It was a beautiful night. Oh, we got super lucky. Man, did we dodge a bullet with the rain on night uh, two? Uh, night oh, two. Yeah, oh we yeah, did. the um uh, you know we and, finished
2: just in time. Yeah. Like, it started raining the
1: moment we got back inside. The um, And I've never seen a, a crew member so happy to get a gluten-free pizza, <laughs> unlike Jill. Rolled, oh, yeah. up, rolled up the whole damn thing yeah, and, ate, and awesome. ate the whole thing like a donut. No, 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 she burrito. didn't roll,
2: roll it up. It's like she was holding on to the thing uncut, just like oh, eating it, it like a donut.
1: The, oh, was, but, she,
2: she reminded me of, like, that one gremlin eating the gingerbread man. <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: yeah, that makes sense. The um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it was uh, it was a fun time with the crew. Um, I mean, the, the good part of it is it's all the usual suspects. We have people that we want to have on crew, uh, and and everybody mm-hmm. is great. Um, uh, the picture of uh, Brandon Ze- uh, Brandon me and Marcus underneath an umbrella yep. is pretty fucking hilarious. Uh, we went over to a park and uh, it's, a, it's a film, and we all sat under the same umbrella. Um, or two umbrellas. Three umbrellas. Three You had an umbrella. And then um, uh, while, uh, while Brandon shot, and then uh, the actress actually took that picture for us, which we really appreciated. Yes, yep. thank you. The, um, and you guys uh, are trying to figure out who took the picture. And I was like,
2: oh.
0: And I was like, right, there was an
3: actress yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> we had to shoot something.
1: Yeah. We weren't just there for for just for the fuck of it. <laughs>
3: no, the, we want to, uh, go, we to um, go shoot the trees just for no bloody reason. It was uh, uh, a I fun mean,
1: shoot. It was definitely
0: a tough shoot, too. but we we had the right people like we had jill on camera and she had to like follow bob as he waltz yeah we had uh
2: both wes and wes and jill pretty much alternated between camera operating anything on a tripod was wes anything that was on a shoulder rig that night was jill anything that was shot on night two except for the park was wes uh the park was me because we had to be minimal crew for Mm -hmm. logistical reasons and then anything at the apartment was me, except for the opening shot, which was me handing off to David. Yeah. The, which was yeah. also another tough shot, but I think we practiced
0: that shot, what, like two, three times? Like, All right,
3: yeah. Got no, it. No, you practice it way more. There's a bunch of takes in there of you two just practicing. I'm like, what the fuck's the starting take? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I, think- I, I think
2: it took us like seven actual takes to get it right. Told I don't
3: remember how many actual takes. It was like time. I know
2: it was an odd number. It, I think was. it was seven or nine. But the, the imp- practice like, takes or you know, like the actual, like the third? actual slider shot, the slider pan shot. Yeah. Or you guys had at TV least thirteen
3: maybe? or fourteen practice takes on that one. I'm just like, maybe. nope, this ain't it. Nope, this ain't it. Nope, this is this one. It? Maybe nope, oh. it's another practice. Hey, look, there's di- the,
1: the, yeah, fucking Victor. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the crew was very accommodating towards the end of that first yep. night. I know that we do push over um uh, but uh, it was it was very it was an easy thing to convince them to stay an extra 25 30 yeah. minutes yeah. um they're always super down thankfully I, honestly the funny thing is like i'm almost coming up with having short coming up talking about anything for production because it went so smoothly because you guys planned yep. it so well and you um, did all those like,
2: I actually want to give a shout out to Victor he had a pretty neat idea for the apartment scene uh so there's that um, lamp next to the couch and He was talking about how the, um, it was either the DP or the gaffer for House of Cards, whenever he has a lamp like that to control the spread of the light, he just places a soda can over the bulb. So yeah, he wanted to control the lamp, the spread of the light bulb coming from the lamp that way. That's interesting. So, and for some, I don't know how, but we had no soda cans in the apartment, no empty ones or anything for me to drink.
3: one, I trying to stop. I was,
2: but I didn't drink even soda even even with but and we had craft services for crew bottles. So it's, oh yeah, we used bottles. That was it. Yeah, we almost always um, used we bottles. Yeah, we went to uh, what was it? Sam's Club. Yeah, yeah. We fun. just picked yeah, up. So like I, a, just well, I mean, went we, to uh... you
1: and I ran or made a couple of runs and everything. everybody made runs for that. We had a once again we had an awesome crafting. Yeah. But yeah, yeah but I, I, we didn't um, waste
2: did. as much money this time. But yeah, Mark. so I ran out to Seven Eleven, got an orange soda, just like chugged it in like 10 seconds. <laughs> and then he took a box cutter and just cut off the ends of it, put it over the bowl. But... Oh,
3: I thought he put the whole damn can on. I'm like, how no. the hell do you hide that?
2: The, uh, That's yeah. interesting, though. That is yeah. actually pretty fucking cool. And I really liked the way it looked, so. Yeah. The... Some, at least something good came out of House of Cards. Oh. Oh not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And we're there back. Yeah, everybody was good was and then a... the uh the one close up of Bob waltzing. Uh we had to teach Jill how to waltz right then and there. Actually
1: no, Bob taught Jill yeah. how to how to waltz.
2: He was a teacher for like a good
3: 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. No. Actually <laughs> it I mean, think that's that long.
1: what I think that's what he does. Too. Yeah, that is yeah, what he does. Yeah, he yeah. teaches, yeah. Nice. The uh yeah, good one too. Yeah, yeah, very the uh yeah, we got lucky with good. that. That was cool. Because,
2: like, we were debating if I should be the one behind the camera for that one. Because, like, you can see from the rehearsal me waltzing with the camera with him. Like, I think you got the video of it, Mark. Yeah. Um, But we were trying to decide, should it be me or should it be Jill? Because even though I knew the uh, moves, um, she was closer to the height of the actress she was um,
1: even though she's a very interesting hype
2: for to be a dance partner with Bob
1: <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> we had the
2: shortest person on set waltzing with, with the, the tallest, tallest person. person on set <laughs> yeah
1: that was fun the um, uh, <laughs> that, oh that was, <laughs> that, was a, that was a good moment that was a fun one that, that, was, that was fun that was good times The um, uh, but yeah overall I mean it was a really really strong uh, uh, set it was fun um. Uh, the uh, everybody was on on point. Um, big shout out to Marcus because he's the one person we kind of didn't mention. It was an awesome second A. AD, first AD. He does fantastic. He had some very
2: nice things to say to us after we were done on the third night. Then he also keeps me on track every time. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, he's the only yeah, one. He, he was he was not able to be with us for episode two. Um, well, again, we planned that one on holiday,
3: which I completely
2: yeah. That was it was. Partly our fault, but also with our schedules, it was either film at Easter or wait two more months. Yeah. Yeah. And was, I, we I think we made the there. right choice. Yeah. So, we did um, make the
3: right choice, but also but at yeah, the But yeah, he wasn't time, able was to like, be with
2: us yeah. for episode two. So, but yeah, he had some very nice things about how much, how far we've come since filming mm-hmm. of episode one. He's like a, he's a perfect AD to have. You yeah. Know, he keeps you
0: on schedule without being an ass.
1: Yeah. The uh, he has a very uh, uh, every even things that he when he's being stern he he's being yeah. nice yeah. and friendly about it even when he says sharp sarcastic things he still has an element of sweetness to him the uh, and you go oh fuck you man <laughs> <laughs> the um, uh, he's he's good people. Opposed to when Wes says something sarcastic, you shut the fuck up, Wes. Oh, I like Wes. Wes I just do too. Sounds, I do too.
3: Wes just sounds angry too often, but other than that, he's great. The, the um, <laughs> we have a. He's I, a very passionate individual. He, sure. He has a lot
0: of passion,
1: you know. The, the uh, I know.
0: The uh, for I the can't. most part, we've been getting lucky too with like audio. Yeah, because every yeah. episode that we've done, we have somebody different.
1: On like audio. The, uh,
3: Colin was great for episode two. Too. Hunter was great Hunter for was episode, three. episode
1: three. Episode yeah. <clears throat> I, I was I was satisfactory for episode <laughs> yeah, one. <for> sure. <laughs> Thankfully, we, we had needed to.
0: minimal audio
3: for that one. As long as you were able to record lines, fine. I could work with it, and I did. So
0: it wasn't that bad. I said you had me on, you know, boom. Yeah, that, that
1: definitely yeah. helped out.
3: <laughs> Although you guys are still dicks for having the boom in the last That's shot of the... Not My job.
0: That's the camera app. I cannot see <laughs>
1: the uh... it, it Which, eye line. I'm, I'm, gonna I'm just going to
2: say, Wes was the cam op for that shot, and Wes was the one that caught it during post-production. Dream so post. he did catch it. He caught it was literally just, the day before release. It was a little later than we would have liked fucking you. catches <laughs> everything. But the man did do his job.
1: It catches catches Marcus's leg in the in the dark bathroom in episode three. Yeah. Oh yeah. You go, it's oh. not there anymore. No, I know. <laughs> the um. I there, just, there,
2: there, there's another thing in that shot that Zach and I noticed that we will not be telling anybody. There about. was nothing there, Brandon. Yeah, there was nothing there. I already I already
1: know what you guys are talking about. No, you don't. No, you don't. Oh, I do not. You know. don't. Yeah, because you there don't. was nothing there. You don't know this one. Hmm. And you didn't you know his uh, his predator uh, um, sign above above his room? There's was no there. predator sign there, Mark. Yeah, the, uh, I know.
3: <laughs> that, Which actually, you did do a good job removing. Yes, that. you did. Yeah, because it was never there.
1: Yeah, the, uh,
2: <laughs> it, it's nailed right above his door, so he couldn't really remove it without damaging it. So yeah, he did a very good job at painting it out. Yes, he did. Very good job. Again, Again it was never there. Yeah, the, uh... <laughs> sure, Zach. Sure.
1: The um, uh, but uh, but yeah, you know what though? The funny thing is, I was in I was in that bathroom because I because I was helping out with uh, with a couple of things, and I was like, oh shit! I hope that's not me. And I saw shorts, and I'm like, nope, that's Marcus. <laughs> 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 nope,
3: that's not me. he's just thinking to himself, oh fuck, I did it again. Oh wait, never mind, it wasn't me this time.
1: Yeah, the uh, um, yeah, it was great. <laughs> They uh it was super great but um uh but yeah it was overall it was a great great production um it went very smoothly um, again, it just comes down to you, your guys' excellent planning with with that. That's the reason why it, yeah, it was, went uh, as smooth as it went. We
2: did rehearsals, and the interesting thing is we only had the actress for the first night and the actor for the second night of rehearsals. Yeah, so they didn't rehearse so, together, but they still. Yeah, everything um, still went. But very we well. still captured shots, and we basically filmed our storyboards. And so at the end of it, Zach was able to do like a little pre-edit. Of what we shot from the rehearsals, and then I took screen grabs and put together like a whole like storyboard packet that I sent out to the camera crew, um, and I also put in the color checker or the color chart test in there as well. So yeah, I, I think we did a very good job at getting people on the uh, same page as us of what we were trying to do.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. The uh, you want to go and talk about post, buddy? Then. I mean, yeah it's pretty yeah i mean it's pretty on point i mean west west spotted a few things that we needed to fix i'm sure he uh yeah,
3: i mean he's he's always going to spot something but God, ain't good a, ain't yeah. A
2: good of Wes. yeah
3: no I, like i said if anybody's going to spot anything wrong it's him so if you want i, I would, to I would fit, rather yeah. west
2: catch it than, in post-production oh, yeah, than have somebody else catch it after it's released and Just put seriously. it into the comment section
3: yeah <laughs> exactly so super great but yeah, he caught a few things, I fixed them up, um, so there shouldn't be any like visual glitches or anything that shouldn't be there. Like Everything that's supposed to be there is there, everything that's not supposed to be there, well it was never there to begin with.
2: <laughs> sure, buddy. Um, I like that this was our first episode where I was actually able to do some color grading on it. I didn't go for anything too extreme, but... Like the first episode, we literally just put the LUT on there, and that was it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second episode, we put the LUT on there, and then I went in and just adjusted some contrast on a few shots, and that was pretty much it. Uh, This one, I was actually able to get a little more precise with everything. Um, What I tried to do, I wasn't able to keep with this for every scene, but I think the vast majority of the short... Pretty much I tried to put a little more cyan into the highlights, and I tried to make the skin tones just a touch more red. Very subtle things, but um, I don't know. I think it makes a little bit of a difference. Um, and then uh, the uh, because of the color checker, the Smiling Man sequence is a bit more saturated than everything else. And that was... Kind of a difficult scene to to match a few shots to, but once I was able to see like how it was edited together, I was able to make the adjustments. So that that scene Gross. did require a couple passes, um, and then there was a bit of a progression to the color during that sequence as well, if you really pay attention to it. Uh, but the hardest scene for me to color was actually the opening scene in the apartment. Mm. Mm. Um, which was interesting. Yeah, because we never really got like an actual two shot of the uh, conversation. Um, or the only two shot we did get was an over the shoulder. So it wasn't yeah. like we had both their faces in the frame. So their dialogue, their close ups were very separated and everything. So I had to match every. I had to make it look like everything was in the same space. And then the opening shot also had the TV, which was a different color temperature than the rest of the lighting. Um, so I had to do another version of the opening shot that was graded for I did two or three two or three versions of that opening shot. One was the um the actual grade, the other was graded just for the TV and Zach masked out the TV and the shot and just basically put them on top of each other. Yeah. I feel like there was a third one too, but I forget what it was. No, yeah, there wasn't. Okay. Not,
1: nothing quite like having episode 1 playing on the TV as as we're in the episode of 3. Yep. Yep. <laughs> little 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 cross promotion there. Always always love that. Always dig that.
2: And then to do that opening shot it was we have maybe Maybe no space three feet between the couch and the TV. If that, if even that, like maybe two and a half. I would say more towards
3: two feet than anything else.
2: Um, and basically we had the actress on the couch, uh, and that was Leica. And I spent like an entire day just like measuring two tripods and a slider and getting and choosing what the right lens was, which we had to go with the 12 millimeter. And I was like, if this 12 doesn't work, our only other option is the fisheye lens. The Jill lens. The Jill lens. Um, Such a
3: fun lens. You can't hide from it. It sees all. Have have we ever
2: covered (laughs) why we call it the Jill lens on the show? Yeah. Yes, yeah, Yeah. we 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 talked about the story. Yeah, which I mean, just to briefly recap, it's Jill, who is probably our shortest and smallest crew member on zach's uh senior film uh project called penchant uh there was a shot where we're using the seven and a half millimeter lens which is basically a fisheye lens and it sees like everything and jill is off to the side straight back on the wall just like up against the wall and i had to tell her like and she wasn't like like full on in the shot it was just like just like the very uh like the Front half of her head and like maybe her feet too, like so she wasn't like full on in the shot, but she was still in the shot. And I had to lean over and say, "You're in the shot." No, yeah, you are. <laughs> um, I just love that answer. No, because she was actually technically behind the camera too. Yeah. Oh, and, but the lens is so wide that it just didn't matter. So it's because funny. of that, we. While we were actually doing the rehearsals or the testing, the first round of testing for this episode, we, we were testing it out for some shot. We ended up not using it, but we decided, you know, let's just name the lens after her because of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like if the 12 didn't work, our next option would have been that lens, which that would not have worked at all for different reasons. So thankfully the 12 millimeter was wide enough um, to get everything we needed because like we were like that camera was right there on the actress. It was right there on the TV. I was in the corner operating the camera for like the first half of the shot and then I had to hand it off to David because it was a combination. Basically it was on a slider, so it was sliding from um, point from point A to point B. Um, but it was also panning on a tripod head as well. So it was both a slide and a pan. And also a little bit and of a tilt, tilt, tilt at the yeah. end as well. So it was a very, um, yeah, it was.
0: With the, with the space that we had to, it
1: was toy.
0: Yeah, it was pretty toy. It was yeah, pretty toy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Overall, I think, like, for uh, post, I think you did a
2: really great job on the color grade. Thank you. That's, like, really one of my favorite parts thank of the episode. Yeah, this is actually my first real time actually color grading. Like, there, I, I did, of course, like color grade and color correct my projects back in school, and I did a few things for some other people uh, back in the school days as well. But this was like my first time post graduation actually doing it for an actual project. Yeah. That's pretty sweet.
1: Uh. <laughs> I wish we had more to talk about on episode three.
3: I mean,. I guess there is one little fun thing I could talk about for post-production. Please. Alright, so there's this shot in Scene 2 where she takes out her phone and puts on a song. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know where the hell you found that photo.
1: You to dig through Facebook to find that. So...
3: Uh, the song that she originally played when we shot it was Meet the Creeper by Rob Zombie and I'm like, I legally can't put this in there but at the time I didn't think of what to actually put on the phone so I'm like, alright, fuck it, I'll composite something in there later, let's just shoot the shot so I did, and I'm looking at this and I'm like, alright what can I do that would be absolutely hysterical and awesome, it would also make sense that wouldn't draw attention away from the story so I'm like, alright, let me think, let me think can't put a custom name in there because nothing's tracking well, everything's going against me, I'm just like damn, 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 screw it, I'm just replacing the picture What can I replace the picture with? I'm going to find something on Mark's profile on Facebook. So I'm digging, I'm digging, I'm digging. He went through this whole phase where he was like one of those workout dudes. So he's sitting there, arm on his chin. He has his like arm out. He's wearing a black uh, wife beater or whatever. (laughs) You know something
1: funny? That has nothing to do with working out at all.
3: Either way, he was being a pretentious workout dude and it was hilarious. So I'm like, I'm going to use this one. I tinted it red. I made it an overlay. So the picture of Rob Zombie is still in there. So all those tattoos you see are really just Rob Zombie's face from that one album. Nice. Yes. <laughs> just Holy. plastered underneath Mark's biceps. Or non-existent biceps, I should say. Oh,
1: the Actually, the funny thing about that is that is actually from a uh, an improvisational shoot I shot way the fuck back when I was hanging out with a a group of people that do similarly, you know, what we do, except we do it better.
3: I believe this was pre-2015 photos because this was before the June 13th photo where you're standing in front of an SUV with mud under your feet. With a Batman shirt, going yeah!
1: That <laughs> <I> was fucking. <laughs> that was the Viking run, dude. This shit was awesome. They gave, was, you was, ran, you ran an obstacle course, and they gave you beer at the end. What, what's not to like? Was, was this pre clowns or post clowns? Post clowns, right after clowns, actually.
3: Um, I remember that day. Me and Wes went to go see that Jurassic Park movie that came out. we were extremely
1: disappointed. And you were disappointed again after that. So this was post
0: class. Uh, so, so you're going back down. The, okay. uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there goes my there career. The,
1: um, uh, but uh, we, I said, I said, fuck it. Let's let's just shoot something. We have a bunch of people here. We have the equipment here. Let's just shoot some improvisational. You know, an improvisational drama. And like came up with an idea about a, a, a guy who killed his wife, and he has a confession, um, and he's confessing why because it turns out she was a horrible person. Um, and that was the, what the whole oh. short about and the fucking short was ruined because one of one of my ex-girlfriend's dumbass friends sat in the fucking background and you could see her <laughs> huge ass shadow in the background I'm like are you fucking retarded then then, yep, you see the footage later and she's like oh I didn't know you were shooting I, you can't clearly see what the fuck we're doing over here you're a fucking idiot <laughs> the uh, and, and and actually the the funny the fucked up part about it is it was pretty good it was decently shot and I could have put it in my reel.
3: I remember you telling me that story actually.
1: But but she was fucking and done and then like and I and I was like I tried to like convince this would have been a perfect opportunity for you because I would have handed this footage over to you and said Zach please fix my fuck up the uh, my the because uh, I was told by somebody else that it would be damn near impossible to fix it. Um, but I wanted you to see it, to actually see if it was impossible. If you send me the footage, I'll take a look at it. Bad, bad news is that that footage is long the fuck gone. Um, uh, a, a, apparently, the, uh, the ex-girlfriend, she was working on my reel, my old, old reel, before you got a hold of it. And I said, I, I, I want I want this footage back. And she gave me all the footage except that. And I'm like, fuck. Was, She's was like, oh, I didn't. Hey, and I asked her about it like two weeks later. I was like, "Hey, can I have that?" And she's like, "It's like, oh, I thought it was in there." And I was like, "Well, it's not." And she's and she's like, "Oh, I already deleted it." I'm like, "Wow, oh, fuck, oh. fuck you." She might be hanging on to it for some reason, which is weird. But this um, is why uh, you
3: archive everything.
1: But um, it, I would have loved to have seen it. Um, uh, it yeah, was, same here. The uh, um, I would have move. wanted. I wanted you to see if you could get rid of that fucking shadow in the background. The, Depending uh, on
3: how prominent it is, it's a 50-50.
1: Then it's probably, uh, you may or, may or may not have been able to figure it out. I probably could have figured it out. I probably, because uh, you're much better than, than, than she was. Um, uh, that doesn't the, surprise me one bit. The, uh, <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, that was fun time. But that, yeah, that's, that was a still shot from that short. Um, and that's exactly where it was. So yeah, it had nothing to do with me working out. It was during that time, but it had nothing to do with uh, with me working out. Work <laughs> You're just saying, that. the photo Positive. says otherwise. Positive.
0: Are you sure you weren't training to be a wrestler? Right? Right the, history, uh, it's always been
1: was, a
3: dream of his, but he's should. never gonna get it.
1: The oh. Uh...
3: Mark the Italian job, Conway. I
1: like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. The uh, but yeah, yeah, it was fun shoot, but. Uh, but ultimately it was, uh, you know, it's gone to the uh, to the delete folder. Mm, in the vaults In the vault of, you know. It's of... in the
3: void. Never getting that back.
1: Nope, not at all. Yeah. But uh, it was fun. He, um, uh, but yeah, that's where that picture was.
3: But yeah, that, that was a
1: fun little treat I got to see.
3: I was like wondering, I'm like, is he going to recognize this photo? I really manipulated the fuck out of it too, so I... <laughs> I was just like, please recognize
1: it, please recognize it, please recognize it. What the fuck? You just, you get a message almost quickly after that episode. <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> 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 fuck are you. Nice. Long time. Worth it. The, uh, love it. Hate it. Hate it. Love it. Anyway. <laughs> moving on. The, uh, <laughs> Brandon and David are like, like, do you guys want us to leave? I, I, yes, I'm, I'm
2: just, I, I just want to make sure that we gave every crew member their due. Like, we we, we talked ha- about Marcus, we talked about Jill, we talked about Victor, Hunter, we talked about Hunter. Hunter was really good. Hunter, yeah.
1: thank you very much, Hunter. We really appreciate you. Man, you did, a, you stepped audio. right into, yeah. into, sound and you, you handled it like a champ. And yeah,
0: like I said, we looked out on on audio for
1: our first three episodes. Yeah. I oh, know. and then of course, how could we forget
2: Antonisha? Oh yes, absolutely.
1: Yes. The um, uh, thank you, Antonisha, for providing excellent makeup for um, Mr. Smiling Man. Yep, uh, which was really, really awesome. She's incredibly talented. Rob, Rob is yeah.
2: not that pale in real life. Yeah, <laughs>
1: the uh, he does get sun occasionally.
2: We think he does. I don't know. Yeah, and, yeah. And Antonisha did a very good job at making him look pale and kind of not not sickly, but what, what's cr- the word I'm looking for? Creepy. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to try totally to creepy. go yeah. a little more, you know, but... <laughs> creepy works. Creepy works. Creepy works. Um, creepy. Nice and simple. The, uh... And Wes was a good camera operator as well.
1: <laughs> yeah. <It's always> good. <laughs> Come on. No, I love Wes. Wes always does a great job. No, Wes does, always does a great job. And actually, you know what? He's a better fucking post-spotter than anything else. The, uh, finding crazy crap that we miss mm. even though we sit here and watch yeah. the same damn episode over and over and mm-hmm. over and over again I Me, mean, you know, especially when you're not here and everything else it, Zach just works in the other room and Brendan and I watch movies until it's time yeah. for the next cut and then See, the Zach comes in all pissed <laughs> off like here's your fucking cut <laughs>
2: bastards <laughs> Yeah, we were watching uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he interrupted the Spawn movie ranch scene, which is just like, thank you, Zach. You they, really they, know you really know when to come in. Yeah,
3: no kidding. Goddamn right I do. He, uh, That's right. <laughs> he's,
2: That's, he's, he's, he's just fucking got arm cut, crossed over the animals.
1: The, uh, yeah, the, overall, again, it was, it was a great shoot. I, I, you know, I certainly had a lot of fun. Um, I think an excellent product came out of it. I can't wait for Episode four
2: yep. to two uh, That's an exciting
1: one. It should because be a very exciting. I'm looking forward, forward to it. We're we, we 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 will... looking
2: forward to episode four as well. We won't spoil it for the people out there. So, any final thoughts from anyone before we move on to Mark's question of the podcast? Squirrels. That
1: I haven't discussed, <laughs> that I haven't even thought about yet. <laughs> Alien yeah. penises.
2: The uh, uh, <laughs> Sorry, the, uh I'm done. Oh, I have a, I have a fun question. Oh boy, oh um, well, uh, Before we get into that, does anybody have any final thoughts? No. Okay, no? I'm just gonna say thank you to our cast and crew one more time. Yes. uh, everybody was a rock star for this shoot. Absolutely, um, this was probably our smoothest shoot. Oh, it and, was without a
3: shadow of a doubt, it was our smoothest. Oh, yeah, and, but also, we put a lot more effort into this mm-hmm. one, like. Again, you learn from every shoot. Like, all right, what did we fuck up last time? How can we do better next time? Cool. Let's
2: do that. Yep. I'm really glad that we had pretty much the entire gang on this one. We had Marcus and Victor back who weren't able to help us for episode two. And we had Jill there who wasn't able to help us for episodes one and two. So uh, I'm glad that we were able to have everybody that we wanted to have on board for the most part, I'm trying to think if there was anybody that couldn't help us out on this one. Colin, Colin be yeah, person. Colin but couldn't be previous, previous engagement. Yeah, but I can't wait to work with him again yeah. for a future episode. Absolutely.
1: The um, and then the last thing I'll say is is I'll echo what you're saying. Thank you very much to all the cast and crew that get dedicated their time. Um, and then the last thing I'll say is that that Facebook boosting works. Oh, it my. does. For better or for worse, it works. Yep. Uh, the uh, we we our subscriber count jumped from seventy seven to one hundred one. Um, um, oh, uh, so I mean. So we
2: finally passed that hundred marker. Thank God. We got that custom URL. You so. can now find us at youtube.com slash midwest horror network. We're big time. It feels now. good to say that. The, yeah, uh,
3: not a bunch of random characters. Yeah, which is which is <laughs> very very yeah. helpful. The likes of only Met could
1: decode. The. Uh, yeah, that's interesting, but yes, thank you very much to the cast and crew. We we appreciate you always, um, uh, and we're going to continue to rock out these episodes. Um, uh, and, and we can't we the four of us literally can't do it by ourselves. Um, no. I mean, we could try, but it'll, the episode will suck. It would be um, bad. Uh, the uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> an episode of exactly amateur. Meh. No shit. Super the uh, uh, so we appreciate all of you uh, for all of your hard work and dedication. Indeed, yeah. So towards the project, so. Now I get to ask my my fun question of the podcast, um, uh, because and actually David inspired me for this question because he brought up the awkward guy at the auditions. <laughs> so I'm going to have some fun. Uh, what is the most awkward moment that you've had on a set, whether a it be set? on a set with mm. a, whether it be with a, a a person from the outside, person from the inside? Um, no names, um, uh, of course, but I'm very interested to hear. Mm. What's the most awkward moment you've had on set before?
3: Damn, I haven't really had any awkward moments on set. I've had stupid moments on set, infuriating moments
1: on set, but awkward?
3: Let's say I'll add in stupid
1: in there. The I'll I'll add stupid. Hmm. Stupid and awkward. Yeah. The What's a new one I could tell?
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think of. Me too. That
0: one's a That one's a good question though. It's a good one, but I've already
3: told my fucking. Audio is a record in frame story.
0: I don't remember that one.
3: It was the guy who. So I was helping out with sound for a Ooh, movie, and I um, got a few. I, don't the, know if I should talk the, about. Them. I think it was the assistant no director or whatever came over and asked, uh, "What frame rate are you recording your sound at?" Oh, and then the no. sound guy just went nuts.
1: <laughs> are you retarded? Yeah.
3: yeah, but I already told that one. Um,
1: shit. The uh, I um, David I know you got a few so I'm I'm curious I'll let Brandon mm. they, oh you you, you just share them <laughs> the oh my we're not gonna say any names so just share them
0: okay um this one was it's probably gonna be the most awkward it's the awkward one so far in my life and probably be in the future but it was like my last project for like uh, student films right in film school and um I think the scene was a woman's given birth. All right, so my actress <laughs> had her period. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> During that scene, because we were like, all right, all right, the scene's done. All right, let's take a break. Let's give our actress a break. And we had you know the white sheets or whatever, because we were supposed to mimic you know a hospital. And we, you know, she opens the sheet and I see this pool of blood. I'm like, shit. <laughs> like, shit, 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 shit. I was like, and she was like, oh shit. So I was like, trying the main like thing I was trying to do was like control the situation and making like everybody kinda leave the scene quickly before they noticed. So I was like, hey everybody, let's um let's let's wrap up and then to let her, you know, relax for a sec. Then I had to like, um I think my A D or my camera op was like Katie. Was it Katie? I think it was like Katie uh, Christiansen. Yeah. So I was like, Hey, can you help me out real quick? <laughs> She's like, Yeah, yeah, what's wrong? I was like, um the actress kind of had her period and we kinda need help with this awkward situation. So, I mean, at that point, I didn't know what to do. So I was kind of asking for help (laughs) on that part, but it it was the most weird and awkward situation that I had so far on set. And it wasn't the first time that an actress did that,
2: so. For me, most of my awkward stories are, like, interviews, like, uh, I can't think of anything. I, I'm sure there are stories. They're just not coming to me, but they, it's like... So interviews
1: most of, for, like, um, uh, uh, interviews that you filmed,
2: or... No, like, somebody's talking to me. It's like when... It's like they post an ad, I answer the ad, and then they call me, and we talk about... And basically they interview me for... Ooh! Oh, you know what? We've, fuck, never, we've never shared that story. I was going to say, fuck it, just
1: tell... Tell that story. The Vineyard!
2: No, this is a different one. Oh, this, is one's, filmed, this one's film related well actually technically that one was film related oh, too but but since, is, is, are we thinking of the same one?
1: I own a vineyard I know your family they, yeah, they own a vineyard yeah, yeah, which yeah. that actually, one that, that, you never shared that story I never shared error. that
2: one and now that you mentioned it that was for filming documentaries so that does fit in here um, um, I, yeah please share that story but I would button, like to share it, the one that I thought of go ahead. first and that was this was one of my first ones out of graduating and the ad was for something like looking to shoot a feature film, need a camera person. Uh, it is an action movie with some elements of romance. Okay, um, all right, nothing in there that's really a red flag. Mm. Um, could use some a little more information, but it's all right. You have um, the pay that you're looking for. It was just two hundred dollars. Um, which I mean, out of school, it's that's like a million dollars in postgraduate money <laughs> within the first month. Um, yeah, two hundred dollars. Um, There's a genre, okay. Um, so I call the guy, no answer. I leave a message, and then like a couple hours later, he calls me back, and he was kind of like, "Hello." uh yeah and i recognize his number so i'm just like uh yeah i called you about the um the filming ad oh yeah <laughs> um, so can we talk about this a little like, yes yeah, so it's just gonna be me and the actress and and then i asked him okay uh is there a script no we don't really need a script how long is this going to be? It should be only about a day of shooting. We're going for 90 minutes to two hours for the final product. Is that going to be enough I time? <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, um, it should be, uh, what day were you thinking of this? You said the day. is like, okay, I'll have to check my schedule and I'll get back to you. Um, <laughs> I never got back to so it. <laughs> <Yeah. yeah. laughs> the... Uh...
1: Porn alert, porn alert, porn alert. I mean,
3: that might have, yeah, that's what it sounds like. I
2: can't think of anything else that it could have been. Or he might have been a serial killer waiting for you to enter his
1: apartment. That is also an option. Oh, that is something.
2: Okay, so I know you guys want to hear the interview Of course, of course.
1: I think it was one of the best phone calls I've ever gotten from Brandon after, after something crazy happened.
2: Zach, I am going to ask for your help because a lot happened. Like, really, once the interview actually started, this took place over the course of maybe 20 minutes, probably closer to 15. But a lot happens. So, Zach, if I graze over something, feel free to interject because you've probably heard, other than me, you're probably the one here who's heard it the most. Probably. (laughs) Um... And, okay, so this story starts um, on a Friday afternoon. And this is actually the Friday right before your birthday party, Mark. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. basically, there is a guy looking for somebody to shoot short art documentaries. So, he was the owner of an art gallery. So, it's like, okay, um, short things about art um i just shot something recently that was right i know what that was but i don't want to talk about it but (laughs) i had shot something that was art related recently that sounded like it was um in in the alley that he was looking for so i sent my resume and my reel in and this was friday night uh, friday afternoon um so i'm not expecting to hear anything until Monday or Tuesday at the earliest. Um, on average, whenever I do send something in, I hear back three to five business days later on average. Sometimes earlier, sometimes later. But, you know, Friday afternoon, it's the end of the week. I'm not hearing anything till next week at the earliest. Um, so I go to Mark's birthday party, and I get back around 5 a.m. So, yep. <laughs> I know how to run them. <laughs> <I don't>...
1: Sure. <laughs> um, there were other reasons why that party went until five in the morning, but uh,
2: that's for another day.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> your limitations have not
1: run up on. They have not. <laughs> no, um,
2: I don't mind telling this story. Like ten years from now.
1: Sure. Well, um, I think I think ten years from now will be a good time. Yeah. So, uh, 2030, uh, uh, folks, uh, get ready. <laughs> Coming soon. You'll Coming soon,
0: soon. next There's going to be learn. that
3: one asshole that sends us a fucking letter just like, where's the story? <laughs> <laughs> and
2: we're like, oh, okay, yes. Well, oh, oh, my God, I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> We were glad I have been
1: him. sitting here in one place for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the fucking kids from How I Met Your Mother. They're still fucking sitting there for oh eight my years God. waiting for him to finish that goddamn story. You know, it's, it's, anyway. it's, it's
2: a good story for the beginning, for not the beginnings, but for the early stages of Midwest Horror Network. It, it, it's a good growth story. It's a very good about story. About our beginnings. Um, but anyway, I got home at 5 a.m. So this is 5 a.m. Saturday I got home. I go to sleep. I wake up around 1 p.m., and I look at my phone, and there was a voicemail that was left at 8.30, all right? Um, No, no, I'm a day off on this. Your party was Saturday night.
1: Yes, it was. Yes, because my, ber- my actual birthday was on Friday. You are yeah, correct. But yeah, my party so your was birthday
2: like- was on Friday, and it was Saturday that I submitted everything, because I remember I submitted it. It was like one of the last things I did before I was picked up, so this was Saturday that I submitted my reel and my resume. Okay. So, so it's not even Friday anymore. It's the weekend that I submitted this thing, so I'm definitely not expecting to hear back until Monday, Tuesday, probably Wednesday. Um, so I submitted Saturday afternoon. Get back in 5 a.m. Sunday. There's a voicemail that was left at 8.30, all right? Now, personally, me, I don't call anybody on Sunday morning unless it's family or an emergency. Um, Sunday morning to me is, like, uh, be with your family, go to church, do whatever. But Sunday morning is, unless it's an emergency, that is everybody's time to just be, all right? Very I agree. Um... And then I usually don't, and even on weekdays, I don't want to call anybody until at the earliest 9 a.m. normal business hours, um, unless it's an emergency. But that's just my own personal philosophy. Um, but for somebody to call at 8:30 a.m. on a Sunday, um, a little weird. It's a little weird, and I would not expect anybody to pick up at that time. Um because you know, you might be sleeping in, they might be at church, they might be at family breakfast. It's I don't want to impede on somebody's Sunday morning. Um But I listened to the voicemail and it was the guy who put up the ad and he just told me and he basically just said, Call me back. So I call him back and we talk and we set up a time for and he asked me when I can come in. And at the time I had gigs that week for Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday so I told him I am f- currently free on Monday t- tomorrow Monday or on Friday and he said let's I think it's best that we do this uh, as soon as possible so let's do tomorrow Monday at ten thirty a.m. okay um And then I ask him, and I just feel it's good to ask, like, is there anything you want me to prepare for this interview? Because, you know, ads on the internet are really just bringing, sending your reel and everything. It doesn't really talk about, it never really goes into that much detail about the job. It's like, is there anything you want me to prepare? Anything you want me to think about? It just kind of says, well, if I were you, and I were applying for a job about using a camera, and I really wanted to make an impression, I would bring my camera. All right? Um okay um which bringing your camera for an interview i'm not necessarily against but it's also about why you want to see the camera like if you already have a project like in progress and you want to make sure that this camera matches with what you're already using that's a good reason to ask somebody to bring in their camera um but I'm also in the philosophy of it's not the camera that makes a project good, it's the person behind the camera. In fact, David and I even had a conversation about that on our drive back oh, yeah. here earlier today. Um, but okay. I mean, it's All right, so I, I put my camera in my bag and I did like a grab bag of lenses where it's like I had... Um, my f.95 lens that I got that uh, Northern Lights shot with Mm. and that would be like, and I took one of my primes and I took my zoom lens, pretty much. And so I can kind of just go, this is the kind of lens I'd use for this situation, this is the kind of lens I'd use for this situation, this is the kind of lens I'd use for this situation. So it wasn't anything, it was a very no frills package. Literally just like, here's my camera, here's a small sampling of lenses and why I would use them for certain situations. That's it. Um, so we hang up. Uh, he sends me a confirmation email for 10 a.m, not 10:30. Um, but I always show up early anyway. so that wasn't really I've... looking back, I probably should have been concerned that already he was doing things different from what we discussed. But oh well, 10, 10, 10 instead of 10:30, not that big a deal. Um, Oh, and before we hung up, uh, he did say, if for some reason you can't make it or if you're running late, call this number. It won't be me who answers, but it'll be somebody that works for me. So if there are any issues, call this number. That actually does play into the story later on. Fair enough. All right. So now we're at Monday morning and I get on the train and then the train stops because of police activity at a further stop. All right.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot about this part.
2: Um, so I call the number. No answer. It goes to voicemail, but I remember that there is a second phone number on his website. So I figure, okay, before I leave a voicemail, let me try this second number just in case that one goes through. And so I look up the number, and then before I can dial that number, my phone rings. And I pick it up, and it's, you know, his number. Uh, I pick it up, and I don't know what is with phone etiquette with people. Like, this is a, apparently a common theme that I've been running into. But, okay, if you call a business and nobody answers, and they call you back, what kind of greeting do you guys expect?
1: Yeah, so I had, had a missed call from you. Uh, how can I
2: help you? Yeah, like, yeah like, like you said, it's, hi, this is so-and-so from such-and-such business. Sorry I missed your call. How can I assist you, or how can I help you? Something like that. Polite. To the point, you know, I pick up before and I say, hello. Hi, who is this? Um, this is Brandon Rakowski. I have an interview with you. To- oh, yes. When will you be in today? Uh, well, my train just stopped. It's going to be delayed. I might be about 10, 15 minutes. Okay, well, we'll see you when you get here. Hangs up before I can even say, okay, bye. <laughs> um, so that was weird. Um, and <laughs> Red flag one. Yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, two at this point. I'm still waiting for the train to start. I call my dad, and I just kind of talk to him about, yeah, I'm heading to a job interview. This happened, I thought it was a little weird. And he says, well, you know, art gallery people, they can be a little weird. <laughs> he has no idea how true that statement's going to be in <laughs> a few minutes. <laughs> so the train starts moving. I get off at, my st- at the stop I need to get off at and I make it to the building, all right? And there's no directory at the building, and there is nobody even at the front desk of the building. And I mean, I've been doing a lot of legal videography lately, and whenever I get to one of these law offices, it's... There's always a front desk I have to check in. I usually give them my ID, or sometimes I just give them my name. They make sure that my name's on the list or whatever. If my name's not on the list, they'll like call up to the law office to confirm I'm there. But my point is, there's somebody I need, usually need to check in with. Yeah. Um, and even if it's not one of the buildings that you need to get one of the visitors' badge, I still need to go there and ask, hey, what floor is such and such on? And th- most of the jobs I get there are in the loop. And this place, this art gallery was also in the loop. So it's not like out in the middle of nowhere. It's, this is a well-populated, this is like the heart of Chicago that it's in, essentially. Yeah. All right. Um, so nobody's at the front desk. There's no directory. And I was like, okay, I know, what's, I know what suite number this is. So judging by that, I am going to guess that this place is going to be on such and such floor. So I just guess what floor it's on and I get off the elevator and I see three different companies listed. Luckily, one of them was the business that I was going to. So yay, detective reasoning <laughs> <on Brandon laughs> yay, for detective finding, for finding the right spot. Um, Uh, There is no door. The door was locked. There is no doorbell. Um, So I knock on the door. And then I'm just waiting. I wait. I wait a little bit more. Um, I see somebody moving around in there. I knock again. A little louder this time. Waiting. Waiting. Waiting waiting and then this girl finally opens the door all right um she was probably maybe a year or two younger than zach zach how old are you right now you're 25 25 25. so she was probably so you were 24 at the time so she was probably like 22 23 at that time she could honestly have said anything to me but she was such a... She was the worst mumbler. Like, have you ever seen that episode of Seinfeld with the quiet talk? Yeah, yeah. That. Oh. That. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, I had no idea what she actually said to me, but based on body language, I kind of deduced that she was saying, have a seat, somebody will be with you shortly. And that's just a guess. Like, she, she honestly could have said anything. Like, she could have said, Martians are going to jump out of apple pies at noon today.
0: Um... <laughs> So she was a
2: Boomhauer.
1: At at
2: least <laughs> at least Boomhauer has volume. He, <laughs> just, he just talks fast. Like this was like
1: talking like
2: What? Um, what?
3: I'm sorry, did you say something, or were ghosts just talk, trying to talk
1: to me? Yeah. The uh, <laughs> 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 um, Exercise the demons out of you and talk like a normal person, please. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: so, then I'm in the waiting room, and the waiting room is maybe a little bit bigger than our bathroom, which is not that big. Well, that no. Is not big. Um, yeah, and there so is horrible. a desk in there as well that took up most of So, I'm just <laughs> sitting in this chair in this, like, nothing waiting room. And I'm just waiting to be interviewed, and I see the guy that's going to be interviewing me. he's talking to who I would later find out is one of his attorneys. Um, he sees me he says, "I'll be with you in a few minutes okay I'm waiting okay, we will see I, I will see you now. come into my office. so I go into his office and his office is actually kind of decently sized. It's maybe a little bigger than our living room okay so decent size mostly empty like it's really just his desk and then there's this one like small circular table about uh mark this table next to you a little smaller than that but circular so not that big and there's like a vase on it so you can't really put anything on it um so there's that one table in the center That has a chair next to it that's where he wanted me to sit then there's his desk his chair behind his desk and then other than that it's just like a bunch of artwork and sculptures around the walls all
4: right
2: um so i sit down and then he sits down and the way he sits down and leans back in his chair i am like i was like oh no this is going to be one of those interviews where he's going to proposition me. (laughs) <laughs> like the way he sat down and leaned back in his chair it was just, like if you were to see that in a movie you like that is what would happen in the movie <laughs> um, listen
1: <laughs> this can go one of two ways <laughs> uh, you can either get the job or not get the job that decision is up to or you, you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You, you know is the name of my penis <laughs> uh, if he had done that i could have just been like no walk out but what ended up happening was just so bizarre that's much worse than that
3: at least that's a simple black and white gray and whatever just yeah you just go it's either yeah your nay.
1: this it's like What? What what I was expecting was the Harvey Weinstein treatment, and then
2: I said, "I get this asshole." (laughs) (laughs) Not to make light, but it's like, but like like I said, it's if he had done that, it's like it's a simple no, walk out, done. Yeah. The way the interview went was just so bizarre that it just didn't even register for me to, until like 20 minutes in to just finally put an end to it because I was in that much shock over <laughs> the things I was hearing.
1: Okay, I, I, I kind of I vaguely remember the things that he said. Please, uh, All right. please.
2: So he starts me... with a simple question, one that I don't think is as good of a question as a lot of people believe it is, but it's still a common question in job interviews. Tell me about yourself. Okay. So I have a little backstory that I've prepared, that I kind of have mentally prepared, and it's like, you know, I'm originally from Westfield, New York, before I came out of Chicago. Oh, you're from New York? Well, not New York City, but I'm from like Westfield. It's a small town. Um, if you've, it's like a vineyard place. If you've ever had Welsh's grape juice, you've probably had grapes from my parents' vineyard. Oh, your parents own a vineyard. I must know them. Or I at least know somebody that knows them, because anybody in this country that has a vineyard, I know them. This is a thing he said by the
3: way. <laughs> I fucking love that
2: part. Um, that, that's Zach's favorite part. That's Justin's favorite part. Um, yes, I
3: must own a know vineyard, them. I must know them! Yeah. I must!
1: <laughs> it oh. must be so! Indeed it is! <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry, sorry, yes! Um.
1: Oh, I, I don't know the Rukowskis, but I, in fact, know the pun bushes. They who know knows the, the Rukowskis? Rukowskis. <laughs> <laughs> um, when did this become an episode of and Abbey? When, uh, <laughs> what the fuck?
4: No, What's What the fuck did that happen?
2: Okay, uh, that's kind of a weird thing to say to someone during an interview. No shit. so weird. So
0: Oh, you guys have a cat.
2: (laughs) So then I I talked about. (coughs) Excuse me. I went to school, and after I graduated, I was lucky enough to get a budget to film a documentary about the Watergate complex in Washington, D.C. And uh, as a fun little thing I like to tell people, and this is true, by the way, as the uh, representative of the Watergate was signing the paperwork, he mentioned that Spielberg tried to apply to film here for a day and they turned him down. Um, there's a little more to that story, but that's irrelevant to the story I'm telling right now. Um, so I mentioned that, and I, usually when I tell that, people say, "Oh, that's pretty cool." And the way I cap off this, that part of the story is, I got for two weeks what Spielberg couldn't get for a day. Fun little story, I think. Yeah. And most people say that's really interesting. Good for you. I, I don't know. Does anybody expect anything different usually no, from no. that? No, not really no unless it, you
3: absolutely hate spielberg or yeah. something for some um, reason
2: <laughs> but it's a fun little conversation yeah peace and he just goes you can tell me that but you can't tell anybody else that because the way i know the co-owner of dreamworks spielberg like he, he knew the guys i forget the guy's names so i'm just saying so i'm just filling it in for i'm, I'm just saying the way i know spielberg's co-producer um i'll just start over there but yeah you can tell me that But you can't tell anybody else that because the way I know Spielberg's co-producer, the co-owner of DreamWorks, he would have just bought the Watergate so he could film there himself however long he wants. This is a thing he said to me.
3: Does this man know what the Watergate is now that I think about it? Most people
2: don't realize that it's a (laughs) complex of different types of buildings. Most people call it the Watergate Hotel. There is a hotel in it, but it's not just just a hotel.
1: hotel. (laughs) Uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg and David Geffen.
2: (laughs) That might have been it. I don't know. It's been so long since this uh, job. Geffen
1: owns Geffen Records, too. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Um, But also... um, And also, the break-in didn't even happen at the hotel. It was in the offices. Yes. Um... How the hell do you break into a hotel? Like, why
1: would you break into a hotel?
2: Let's not get into the
1: history of Watergate right now. (laughs) Uh,
2: um. (laughs) So anyway, next. um, So this is where I'm just going to start telling the bits and pieces of the interview in the order I remember them. Some parts are relevant to other parts. um, So I may do a little bit of backtracking, but because so much happened in this short period of time I'm just going to say the stuff in the order I remember it fair enough Um, so he asks me so could you film something good with what you brought with you today I could and he just and he has a habit of just interrupting me like I don't think I ever really got a full answer in this interview and he just kind of stands up and says if I were to stand up right now and perform a comedy show you could film it with what you brought today. <laughs> well, fuck? I would need a tripod and everything, and he start, And that's what I'm thinking. And it's like I forget what my answer is, but I feel like I probably would have said something like, "If I had the rest, if I had my proper lighting equipment and a tripod, I could use this camera to film that." I I feel like that's what my answer would have been. Um, but then he goes on about how just last night. I had a still photography shoot for various artworks, and the raw photos from this photographer were completely unusable. He had this one framed artwork behind his desk, and he just goes, there was a small shadow behind the frames of the artworks, but a professional photographer should not have any shadows in his artwork. He said he could use Photoshop, but a professional photographer should not have to rely on Photoshop. His photos should be perfect right out right. of the camera. Did,
0: okay. you, did you
2: walk out that? No, that's not what I walked out. And that's not what he wanted. That's not what I walked out. Um, I specifically remember when I walked out and I'll be saving that for last.
1: Douche alert, douche
2: alert, um, douche alert, douche alert, douche alert. He also talks about... Um, he asked me what my rate was, okay? And... Basically, um, the rate I came up with beforehand, it's basically a three-level rate. Basically, if if all you want is camera, rate's going to be one thing. If you want camera and either lights or sound, it'll be this much. And if you want all three, it'll be this much. Because, you know, the more equipment I need to bring, the more costly it's going to be. And it's if I'm going to be working both camera and audio and lighting, I'm going to want an assistant at one at some point in there because otherwise, in order, to, otherwise I won't be able to you know and I could do it, but I can't really guarantee speed, especially if I don't know what I'm going to be doing each day. Um, but bef- but basically, I tell him my rate for the first tier, and he doesn't even let me finish. Um, but then he goes on about I will. But this part actually took place later in the interview, and he says I will take a risk on you, Mr. Rakowski. I have I have three photo shoots coming up all in one day that need to be done. It will take only two hours. I will pay you two hours for that to see if you can live up to my standards. And I will tell you this: that still photographer yesterday, he had a whole truck of equipment that he didn't even use so I don't want to hear about all this extraneous equipment that you don't really need and there's also another conversation about equipment that I'll cover in a bit but since that interview took place I've been thinking about what he said there about how this guy brought a whole truck of equipment that he didn't even use and I'm trying to think okay why if I were that guy what would bring me to the point where I bring a truck full of equipment that I won't even use. And it actually reminded me of a very specific story that Zach knows, we're not gonna get into it here. But essentially, the reason why I would have brought all that equipment that I wouldn't use is the person who hired me couldn't tell me what they wanted me to do. So just to make sure and to hedge my bets, I bring everything. Like that is like if I were like from the professional mindset, that is what would make me bring a whole bunch of stuff I wouldn't use. Is I, I would ask for information that I wouldn't get, and I'm too, and I don't want to do a bad job, so I'm bringing everything just for the sake of preparation, whether I'm going to need it or not.
3: That makes sense.
2: Yeah. Um. He then goes on about how he is a very powerful art person. The man you saw me talking with when you first got here, he is my attorney. And the office next to this one is my other attorney. And I have many other attorneys as well throughout the city. And that woman who brought you into the office, she is a highly trained paralegal. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> you mean Mumbly McGee over there? <laughs>
4: Good
1: luck with that. I have
3: have an objection. Um, I'm sorry, what was that? God
2: damn it, are those ghosts back? uh, So so here's my favorite part of the interview. He says, you probably Googled me before you came to this interview. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get to the funny part yet. You bet.
0: Boy, that's
2: my favorite part. Um, <laughs> you
0: probably
3: Googled me.
2: You probably Googled me before you came here. What a
3: fucking narcissist. Uh, oh,
2: oh, that's not even the narcissistic part yet. Oh, God. Well, that's not even the narcissistic part yet. Um, you probably Googled me before you came here. Well, I will tell you, you Googled me wrong. <laughs> How do you Google
1: somebody wrong? <laughs> <laughs> There's only one way oh, you can God. do that. There's only hell. one way you can, you can type in the person's name on Google And then you see what comes up. Are you
2: sure? I'm positive I'm on Google.
4: (laughs) Check again.
2: So this is when he actually proceeds to get up from his desk, comes over to me, has me take my phone out and Google him. See, you can see how powerful I am in the art world with all of this art that I own. so it's like he actually got up from his desk and made me Google him as part of the interview. This kind of leaves you oh, speechless. God. Yeah. Oh,
1: crap. I, um,
3: I really wanted to apply for this job and just go to the interview just to see it for myself. I had work, though. Yeah. I wanted
1: to apply to go see this.
3: I don't know. Dick about being a DP. You know, Dude. it's like you don't even apply for the interview, you just show up and it's like, yeah, I'm here for the position. Like, Here, here's hears me at the Grand Canyon. Do
1: you see?
2: <laughs> do you see? Yeah, do you see? I took
1: this with a disposable camera. It's pretty sweet. Um,
2: uh, I, I, Once I'm done with the actual interview story, I do want to talk about his website a little bit because Zach looked it up as well. Yeah, with it was Wes. fucking trash. Um, <laughs> looked like something out of a
3: like, we'll, we'll get, dark web. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to with um, the mustache. Do you see?
2: But yeah, so he made me Google him. Um, and I'm trying to to remember exact, I I want to get this right because this is actually a very, this is where it gets to why I walked out, so I want to get the ordering right here. So after he goes on his little power trip after the Googling, he says something about how he's very powerful in the art world and anybody that works for him, like you for example, if you are my video person, imagine this. You have your own office in my building. I love his impression of him too. It's fucking hilarious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if, if this was this and Mine somehow turns into Bill Cosby. But anyway. But yeah. So he's basically talking
2: about how I'll make all this money and I'll have my own office and my work will be featured in magazines that are published worldwide. Uh, so, you know, that's the kind of stuff he's trying to put in front of me. Um, And I just want to say the way the ad was, I was under the impression that it was like freelance work. And that's what I was looking for at the time. That's what I still look for. And that's what I look and that's what I do right now. I'm a 100% freelancer. I have at this time in my life, I really have no desire to have another nine to five job. So he basically, I went into this thinking it was freelance. Turned out he was looking for a full time employee. All right um but that plays that plays into there are other reasons but yeah that plays into why I declined the job and walked out but we're going to get into the other reasons now um so he asks me when i'm available again to do those three photo shoots because he needs them done right away um i look at my calendar and for that week i had gigs tuesday, wednesday, thursday all right I always wanna make sure I have an assistant, especially if I'm gonna be working with somebody for the first time. Because I don't know this person, I don't know where they're gonna want me to go, I don't know what's really gonna happen. I wanna make sure that somebody I trust is with me, especially if I'm working with somebody for the first time. And I don't think that is really anything to, I don't know, I, I think that's a fair thing. Yeah, it's not wait. reasonable. Um, so yes, and if I do bring on a system, I want to make sure I give them enough time to say yes or no. Um, but I'm, So I'm looking at my calendar of when I'm available, and basically what I come up with is next Wednesday, which was actually truthfully the first day I could have done it. That won't work for me. That's too far. How about tomorrow? I had a gig tomorrow, All right, meaning Tuesday. And that's true. I had a gig Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, I think I had an appointment on Friday, actually, now that I think about it. But basically, I was not available that week again. I said, I'm not available. And he says something about, um, when you work for me, you'll only work for me. and. I'm gonna backtrack a little bit here because there was a part where he talked about equipment. All right, what equipment do you need? I told him, like, I have my lights and everything. He said, Let me buy your lights because I know you video guys always need 45 minutes to set up your lights. That won't do for me. So I want, when you work for me, I want a studio where you can just turn on the lights and start shooting. That's not how it works. Even if you do a walk away, you're still going to have 45 minutes of setup each day. Um, (laughs) That's
1: not how lighting works.
2: Yeah, it's... Because, like, what about, like, preparing the pieces and everything? I don't know, but... The guy's a moron who doesn't know anything, so... Truly. Sure, Um, we'll go with that. So so I say I already have a booking for tomorrow. When you work for me, you will only work for me. Um, And then that's when I finally just went... I thought this was going to be a freelance job, and primarily I'm more of a short film and feature film cinematographer, I don't feel this job will be a good fit for me. And he was actually very gracious about that. Um, He showed me to the door, I walked out, I went down the elevator, I immediately started laughing as I called my mother to tell her everything that just happened. Um, like it was, I'm sure more was, took place too, but it's like just the pretentiousness of the guy, the fact that he wouldn't let me have any answer and he always had to one up everything that was said. Even anything he said, I Jesus. feel like he had to one up.
1: Um, <laughs> Cause God forbid he lost an argument with himself. Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, it's like, when, as soon as he got up and made me Google him, <laughs> that's that, part. that's, that's when he, that's when he definitely lost me. Or better
1: yet, de- make sure you're Googling him correctly. Correctly.
2: <laughs> keyword. Like I've never, bef- never before or since have I ever heard anybody use the term, you have to Google me correctly.
0: So what was the issue with it? If you remember how did you Google him versus how I, do you I want just? To put, Google I, I just
2: put like when I Googled, <laughs> when I looked him up before, I just put in his name.
1: Did you put in his name with a mustache? No. After this interview, you have to, you have to remind me of this guy's name yeah. so I can look him up. Yeah. The, um, um, uh, the Zach's already uh, doing that. His uh, his
2: website is no, he's not. He's looking at wrestling videos. Uh, <laughs> why? Why? Um, what is his name? Uh, I don't want to say that on a public Yeah,
1: We'll we'll, we'll figure that out later. Yeah, that's pretty great.
2: But yeah, his website was... uh, So his website... uh, Having client testimonials is important, all right? Um, I've got a couple from like an actress I've worked with on my website and a few others from people I've worked with quite a few times who know my work ethic. Um... He had some client testimonials on his website that are just like the videos and photo and photos of the artworks from him are flawless and everything. And when you look at the actual photos on his website, they're cell phone pictures, and I mean like early day cell phone pictures. The looks
3: like something straight out of the dark web, uh, or from the ooh. very early nineties. Yeah,
2: like it's a or very wolf. Yeah, and it's like, there are a lot of stock photos on there that Zach and Wes have even used
3: <laughs> at their own work. I'm like, just they're, like, they're, that's they're, stock photos. That's stock footage. I know because I use it on a daily basis.
2: Yes. No, no, there was one on the website that you told me you have legitimately used in a project at work. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, so, yeah, it was just so awkward. And it's just like, it's so, I had no idea what to say for like more than half the interview just because it's like, like normally when you think you're nervous for an interview, it's like, what do, I, what do they want to hear when they ask, tell me about yourself? Um, when they ask me about my weaknesses, what if I say something that they don't want to hear? If they ask me for my strengths, what if I say something that sounds a little too cliche? Like th- those are, I think, legitimate concerns going into an interview. This was like, what should I do? He's like going on about how the co-founder of DreamWorks would buy the Watergate and how he knows my parents. And he's making me Google them. <laughs> and he's, tell, and he's ranting about a photographer who apparently doesn't know what he's doing. But I'm going to wager he probably did know what he's doing. You just didn't know what you want.
1: With, didn't he also? I, 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 there's a part of the story I remember. Didn't he ask you also if you do still photography as well?
2: Yes, yes, he he did ask that, and my I do specifically remember my answer for that. My answer was I have dabbled in still photography before, but that's more for my personal use. Professionally, I am video only.
3: <laughs> Fair, yeah, Fair which shit. is true. No, I just two it, totally different demons.
2: Yeah, yeah it is um this, guy's, this guy was nuts yeah <laughs> that was a really awkward it's not a film set but he was asking for filming so i think it fits into oh
1: it, it very much applies yeah. yeah zach did you you think of anything besides your uh
2: you had a whole like 40 minutes to think of something yeah, no zach. i
1: think that's
3: good for now that that was a lot <laughs> i agree i got nothing i like, i, 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 I have no awkward stories because I don't get into awkward situations mostly. Yeah. Wes, on the other hand, that'd be a
1: different story. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. What about you? The, um, I think I'll end it on this one. I was in a film uh, and you guys already know what the film is um, but I'm not going to say it. I'm going to let you, uh, y'all connect the dots. There was a scene where um, uh, where I have to have relations with somebody <laughs> and the director removed everybody from the from the set except for the DP, him, him, Myself and the actress. And the actress and I were being very professional. We're trying to get through the scene and everything else. The entire time he was making really fucking bad jokes. Inappropriate jokes the entire time that made this the situation even more awkward. And then ever like every two minutes he'd make the same joke and say, Who wrote this? And we'd be like, You, you wrote this. <laughs> It doesn't uh,
3: sound so much awkward as it is infuriating because at that point I would have looked at him
1: and be like, do you want to get stabbed? It's just every time he made the joke (laughs) it just got more and more awkward and the more uncomfortable and everything else. And he was the only one, by the way, I think he was the only one that was uncomfortable. Like everybody else was professional, everybody else was fine with the situation. He was the only person that was uncomfortable with this, and he fucking wrote <laughs> it. <laughs> he was the one who knew that this was gonna happen. And actually, originally it was supposed to be two girls, and not not just one, two. I couldn't imagine what what he'd be like if there was fucking two of them there. Oh, Jesus the yeah. uh so talk uh, about performance anxiety the uh shit except <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me
3: uh,
1: oh! Hey, oh! The, uh, <laughs> uh i i just i couldn't believe how physically uncomfortable he was with the situation that he created in his own head oh well, you mean
3: try to create but yeah well yeah. the
1: uh you know to varying degrees of success the um uh, <laughs> but that was that was definitely up there with the most awkward situation that I've ever been a part of on a set um that and also me having to slate myself because the because the um uh, the slater uh, and uh, who was also the sound op was falling the fuck asleep on set <laughs> like he oh, literally man. felt like he had the boom mic in his hand and he literally like. <laughs> I'm also oh, yeah. pretty sure he was on heavy drugs or heavy, heavy heavy medication, even though the director's like, no, he's just tired. <laughs> it's like the thing you say to little kids and everything else when their aunt's drunk and everything else, you know, like, <laughs> your aunt's just sick, that's why her breath smells funny and she's got a slur, like, the, uh, she she's wa-
3: throwing up in the garbage can, daddy.
1: The, uh, you know, or that, you know, when you're, you know. When your crazy uncle goes to prison and everything else. That's, he just went away for a little bit, kids. He went on vacation. The, uh. <laughs> yeah, he went on vacation. You know, like it'd crazy be, shit like that. Be but, back uh, in four years. <laughs> but yeah. It was really awkward. Okay, if I, I were in David's imagine, situation,
0: like, I would, yeah, that one is just like.
1: Uh,
3: shit.
0: <laughs> The problem is like you can only imagine how the actress felt. Oh, I don't. Like, know, I, don't, I, don't it, I don't want. To. This is a decent sized crew, you know. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't have. Let's like, see. There was me, crews,
3: Mark. Did you said Katie
0: was there. Katie was on I camera. I think Victor was uh, was there as well. Yeah.
2: I would just say like you know the human body happens. It, it does. D- but d- but it was... Despite what <laughs> just, despite what the artists of this world would try to tell you, the human body is not a thing of beauty.
3: Depending and on who it's, you ask, it's
2: pretty. The, the human body is pretty gross. No,
0: it isn't. Yeah. It bleeds. It's awesome. I don't know, I just felt bad for it because
3: Yeah, Because well,
0: yeah. everybody was surrounded. It's a set. Everyone got all eyes yeah. on heart. Yeah. It's yeah. like
3: you, the, we were in your living room, right? Yeah. We, and there's we, this giant hazard. Thankfully, there was curtains. Were
0: there curtains? Yeah, there was. There yeah. was, like, yeah. was like so um, you like, at least. Like, shit, so curtains. as soon as you see it, you could just go. <laughs>
2: Yeah. No, it's like I, I see the awkwardness but at the end of the day it's the human body does what it does yeah. so there's really no reason to be embarrassed by it but I understand you definitely have to be yeah,
0: in an awkward situation for yeah. regardless
3: I probably would have been Even the guy who natural. lifts up and just goes holy fuck where'd the blood come from yeah, it's <laughs> and then it's after everybody else notices, I would have put two and two together and I'd be
1: oh, oh. <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> luckily we recovered right. we recovered quickly though yeah.
3: like we like yeah. I handled the situation sucks, though cause I didn't even know about that until
0: like later so you yeah, did a good it, job at yeah. hiding it it yeah. wasn't the first time to have it. it's something that natural and you have to prepare for that's why I like to have Wait, a lot that of that isn't the first time that's not the first time that's happened to me on set it's yeah this is a regular thing. It I is. It's, like
3: a, David's just like, oh yeah, it happens once every set for me. It's luckily, just, was, do was,
1: you move your set date from the twenty third. Jesus Christ, man! It's like, look holy at, shit! Look at the goddamn calendar every once in a while, <laughs> David. Shit, man! It's just like, all right,
3: we're not shooting here because I'm tired of dealing with this shit. <laughs> I'm running out of
1: time. <laughs> Is yes, that what you could say after that? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> really? I think that's just... A- that's th- all. A Tide <laughs> t- t- joke kind of just, you know, ends the ends the conversation. Right. Good night, folks. Don't forget to Google us and do it right. Google us
3: the right way. Absolutely. The Midwest Horror
1: Network. Network. Fuck you, Hooked That Thotix. The Slash. So, Brandon, where can they find us? make sure
2: they google us So, correctly. to google us correctly. <laughs> just to...
1: Oh, that's that's that's, that's a that's a dick slapper right there. Fucking oh. stupid. Yeah. Uh.
0: Definitely worth it to that, get to that point. I think that
2: story may have been the majority of our podcast. Like, it's Even though it took place over like only 20 minutes, it's not a short story. A lot
1: of things happened yeah. in that 20 minutes. Yeah. It was worth it
2: um, to get to that point. Yeah, it went from I have no idea what's happening to I'm afraid for my life to <laughs> I just want to get out of here to this guy's nuts to this guy is just, a, he just has a big mouth. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's in this business. You're you're gonna have interviews like that. It's <laughs> you're gonna meet a colorful cast of people. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah, that's a good way. To put yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Just the important. Or what thing you're is, getting into. <laughs> yeah. Just the important thing is don't give Makes up for a good after story. any of those things that happen. It's they become funny stories that you can talk about on a podcast. Um, all right, so. To Google us correctly, um, <laughs> you can find us at YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at MidwestHorrorNetwork.com. No, I already messed up. Oh, um, oh
1: now they can't Google us correctly.
2: Uh, okay, so now you're gonna Google us incorrectly. Um, but you can find us at Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Midwest Horror Network. Uh, is there one more slasher yes we have a slasher I'm not in charge of the slasher that's that's why I don't think about it well still Um, somebody needs to give me something to post so yes you can find us at slasher youtube facebook and instagram at midwest horror network you can also support our podcast on anchor the link is in the description and anything we make from that will just help us put out more short films quicker absolutely uh, everything we make goes right back into everything midwest horror network related absolutely and anchor is directly connected to spotify you
1: can find us on spotify too right zach yeah sunday. cool sunday 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 monster trucks
2: all right so. um any last thoughts before we end mark Thank you very much for listening. Please uh, share that with your
1: uh, aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters, best friends, neighbors. That is always appreciated. Thank you, thank you, thank you. David,
0: Uh, go check out our recent works.
1: Episode uh, 3,
0: Smiling Man, is already out, so I'll check that one out. Zach, I know a squirrel that owns a vineyard. (laughs)
2: <laughs> G- good for you um, <laughs> good for you Here's but, but hey if
1: that school doesn't know but they know the I know his cousin's her. brother's <laughs> nephew they, they know, know the other <laughs> squirrel that owns another <laughs> run um, here
2: and for me I just want to say thank you to our cast and crew of episode three one last time everybody was great and I hope to work with everybody else again for episode four I love you <laughs> And with that, that's all we got. Uh, so goodbye from us at the Midwest Horror Network's Nightmares podcast.
1: Pace, Peace. Peace. Squirrels. Alien penises.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the damn alien penises got us again. <laughs>